Hello and welcome to The Inner Gamer, episode 330. We are the video game source for you, the casual gamer. My name is Brayton Oski. And I'm Austin Morales. And I'm Jason Hobbs. And this week on The Inner Gamer Podcast, we jump into the War for Wakanda on the PlayStation 5. And we also jump into Iki Island. And we jump into... Oh, we didn't play that one. Repiters. Riders Republic. And Brett played that one because obviously we don't play games like that in The Inner Gamer. Uh, in the gaming news, GamesCon 2021 came out in Xbox uh, from Xbox and opening night. So we talk about all of that stuff. QuakeCon 2021 happened. No one really cared. Call of Duty Vanguard was announced after we made the comment on the last podcast that something should come out and Call of Duty listened to us. And then Starfield 3 is uh, revealed, or Starfield Starfield. reveals three new locations. <laughs> Wow, we jumped way in the future. <laughs> you know how to talk? You, got, you, need, you, need, you guys need some lessons I'm here. talking too fast. <laughs> <laughs> and then we jump into the topic of the show with uh, the most creative art direction in gaming. We each run down our top three that we think. Jason actually has four or 3.5. Yeah, 3.5. Without further ado, cue that music. Welcome to the It is August 31st, 2021. Welcome to the Intergamer Podcast. For first-time listeners, welcome to the show. We make this podcast for our fans, so if you ever have any feedback, you can send us a message at theintergamer.net. And if you're a return visitor, thank you for sticking with us. If you want to make the show better, you can consider donating or sharing this episode with a friend. You can visit theintergamer.net slash donate to contribute. And as always, almost as always, we typically stream on Twitch each and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Time. So um, that's always fun and exciting when it happens. And it's when great. it happens. And uh, <laughs> you can follow us at twitch.tv slash gamercast to get a notification when we go live. We did not stream on Wednesday last week, but we did stream on Thursday. I was, was cool. really tired. Yeah, what happened on Wednesday, by the way? I it's, was really tired. Ask him. Okay. I got home from workout, and I was trying to make dinner, and I finally sat down to eat before we're about to go streaming, and I was like, I am so fucking tired right now. Oh, I thought y'all were... Sh- Thought you were streaming and you all were playing without streaming because I messaged <laughs> I messaged uh, Travis and he's like I was like Are you guys not streaming right now? And he's just like I guess not. I was just like But y'all are playing. I was confused. I was just like Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we had anyway. I was on a date. So we're on a podcast. Stream. Oh, and we don't need to get into that. Then, Ladies, yeah, man. yeah. So I was like <laughs> I gotta I gotta make this happen, and therefore I left it in the baton of other people. Okay. And then it happened on Thursday. So Got it was it. great. You should tune in on Twitch <laughs> and check it out. Twitch. Y'all know a lot more than you should. <laughs> That's right. All right. We also have a special guest on today. If you haven't learned by now, <laughs> this uh, f- unfamiliar voice or familiar if you listen to the Skip Around By podcast, but you know, you never know. Um, but this is our good friend, Jason Hobbs, coming back to the show. He's also a Patreon supporter. Yes, so I Thank is. you for that. So <laughs> this is basically like part of your, your perks is like coming on here and providing and, us alcohol. And just yeah, that's there. a true statement. <laughs> You're not drinking alcohol, though. Yeah, you, I know. Providing us is in you. Like, never mind. I bought yourself. My yeah, providing Provided myself alcohol and somewhere to drink. So, <laughs> so I'm not at the so house drinking, drinking alone. There you <laughs> go. I normally there you do go. And play video games. So welcome, man. Yeah, it's good to have you, you back on the podcast. Have yeah. you have your voice here to share about all the things we're going to be talking about today? Yeah, I haven't yeah. been on in a while. I think the last time I was on with you guys was talking about. I was about to say Kakarot, but it was before that. It was during COVID when we all did on video. I think we were talking about Ghost of Shushima. Yeah, uh, yeah. maybe. Yeah, what was, yeah, I'm trying to yeah. know what that was. Yeah. It was we were talking about year, Gotham Knights and all yeah. that jazz. Oh, yeah, that's I'm right. Yeah. 
So that was good. Good stuff. Wasn't right that last there. year? Yeah, no, that was last year. Okay. There, there was one that was so this year earlier too. this year. No, there was one this year. Yeah, yeah, there was one. Yeah, this year. I just don't know which one it was, no, but I have okay. a list. No, here somewhere. Okay. Anyway, games. But anyway, so uh, well, first though, <laughs> oh, what do you do? Oh yeah, sorry. Of that Outside, you obviously play games. Yeah, I play a lot of video games. Actually, uh, I just recently got back from a long work trip, and I played over twelve hours of games every single fucking day. And I think Brett yeah, was super did. jealous about that and yes. had a whole nice setup for it. But besides that, uh, I don't want to get into my work, but I do have a podcast called Skip Rent By Podcast, and it's with Raul. And uh, we review movie, TV shows, and and uh, talk about a little bit of movie news. And we have guests on that are very experienced in certain things in a genre. So our latest episode of Loki, we had one of my good friends, Moss, on there, and he is a huge Marvel nerd, and he basically ripped Loki apart. From yes, he did. It, from yeah, he ripped it apart. He did not like that show, obviously. But uh, I kind of enjoyed it. But if you if you're interested in our show, we uh, post up episodes every Friday, and uh, that's about it. I mean, and plus my guest, my not guest, my other host Raul, he's uh he's on there too. He's pretty funny. Sometimes he watches stuff. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, or he's folding laundry while watching shit, which I'm tired of. Him saying that, so yeah, like, yeah. No, he just like, he just like let it go now. He's like just keeps running it. Yeah, he keeps running. It. He yeah. keeps fucking going with it. Like, it's so funny. I want to bash him in the head. Oh my god! <laughs> so I also know someone who sometimes plays oh video games. Who's that? I don't know. That's weird. I'd rather not name names. Right? Okay. Yeah. He doesn't want to drop names. It's fine. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, let's talk about our video games yeah. we've been playing this week. We have a lot to talk about. So as you guys know, we are at a bi-weekly schedule right now. So we. Don't release as often, and therefore we have a lot more time to play video games. Yes, and this time God. we have four games to be talking about. So it's going to be very quick, very, very thorough, quick and thorough, which is going to be impossible. We'll like see how it happens. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there you go. It's not a race. It's a marathon. It's a marathon. It's yeah. a marathon. Wait, no, it's not. No, it's a race for I don't me. Know. <laughs> it is a race. It's a race, not a marathon. Um, anyway, so we're going to talk about Marvel's Adventures War for Wakanda. Finally uh, dropped. The new expansion is finally here. The thing we've been waiting for. We got Black Panther. We got a new story. We got a lot of new like content stuff. All these different things. And going into it, we're like, you know, this is gonna be a freaking like gigantic story. It's gonna be like seven, eight, nine hours long. It's gonna be full of I stuff. Think, I didn't think it was gonna be that long. Well, that's what they were saying, like early that's re- what they were pushing. previews and stuff. Yeah. Were, like saying that because they were talking about like 25, 30 hours of content total. I was like, well, based on the math, it's like 13 hours in the first one, like two or three with the next two. So there's mm. like another seven or eight hours I see. left. Yeah. I didn't do math. I, just, I yeah, didn't text figured. Brett because he asked me because I, I told him I'm pretty sure I'm getting close to the end. He's just like, well, how long was it? And I was just like, it felt like it was only like three, maybe four hours. And I, I was just like, let me Google it real quick. And it's like, oh, 30 hours. I'm like, there's no fucking way I beat no. this game in a day. Yeah. That makes no sense. No, that's a game in itself. <laughs> yeah, I I did check the time when I started the thing to when I finished it, and it was five hours. So that's how much time okay. I spent playing through the pin. But there was also a few times where I think I left it on for like a little bit while I was like going to the bathroom or whatever. So folding laundry, folding laundry, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, War for Wakanda. We got Black Panther. We got the story, all that stuff. Uh, from a global like kind of like overall perspective, how did you guys feel about the overall like? presentation and uh, story that they brought to the table for this new game. Was it what you expected better or worse? Um, and I guess I'll go first. Uh, in, in my eyes, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't better. It didn't really add on 
to anything. Uh, the story arc dealing with what they were going through. I don't know if we're going into the territory of yeah. No spoilers, by the way. We can okay. like lightly touch like so they, details. There's something happening no with uh in Wakanda, 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 yeah. and uh, it affects the outside of Wakanda with like New York and just the whole world in general, and that's why the Avengers show up. And they didn't really touch on that before this DLC dropped, and I kind of think they missed a golden opportunity for that, like to actually show that this is coming and this is happening, and the Avengers are trying to figure out. I wish I had that little bit yeah. of gameplay. We can talk about that a little bit, the corrupted vibranium that okay. they were coming through. I'm, I'm fine. I think that's, okay. that's in the trailers and stuff like that. Oh, it is. Okay. Where so they show like, the spikes and shit. Yeah, like, the spikes and stuff, out, and it yeah. turns out the vibranium's infecting people and causing a sickness to go throughout the whole world. That's the main reason why Wakanda showed up. Not Wakanda. The Avengers. <laughs> the Avengers showed like, up at Wakanda in order to find a solution because this is where the main source of vibranium's at. Yeah. And it turns out that uh, Claw, uh, Black Panther's main adversary, is uh, a part of this in some way, and along with AIM. AIM is involved as well. But I felt like uh, that was that was a good golden missed opportunity to, like, before this DLC dropped, to have, like, little tiny uh, Easter eggs or missions yeah. involved before this dropped. And... You as a player sitting there thinking, what is all this shit? What's happening? You know, I think it would have been a good tease. And then also, I felt overall the Avengers themselves. I know we've been playing them a lot and stuff, but I felt like they were mostly a side note in this story. I felt like the only person that really got time, well, the only two people that really they shown in the the cinematics and stuff like that was mostly Cap and Tony. And I don't know if they weren't able to bring back in all the voice actors for like a full on role. Probably not. But it just felt, uh, I don't want to say, it just felt like it shouldn't have been connected at all. Yeah. It should have been its own standalone story. And as for Black Panther, I highly enjoyed playing them at a while. It took a little bit to get used to, but that's with a lot of the characters. But once you figure out his, and that's what I love about this game. All the characters are very unique in their way, even though the button schematic is the yeah. same. But it, it's still, you have to find unique ways to fight and go around. But overall story, it was... Eh, it was okay. Yeah. yeah I, I thought it, I, I think it was overhyped, to be yeah. honest. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. What do you think? <clears throat> oh, boy. I think, um, I'll, let's just start at the beginning. <laughs> let's just start at the beginning. Okay. I did like it. Like, there were some fun moments here, and it was really enjoyable. And trying to get Black, I like Black Panther has some cool attacks that, Obviously, I need to get farther into his build to like really master his playstyle because it is different and I'm not used to it. And I felt like his playstyle is actually a lot more simplified in ways like compared to. I mean, they they say it's a mix of Cap and Black Widow, something like that, and I kind of see that. But um, anyway, yeah, he's pretty fun. Like I like, and obviously the voice actor is amazing. He does a great job with how he portrays Black Panther. I didn't realize that was him. God of War. Kratos. Yeah, Kratos. It doesn't sound like him at all. I know. There's a few a points where I could tell, but other mm. than that, like he does a really good job of making that Wakanda accent. accent. Yeah, that accent. But yeah, they actually solid. hired the person who did helped with the actors on in the Cinematic Universe oh, for right. all of Wakanda accents. Okay. So they helped them here and it sounded I mean, it was great. It's fantastic. Right. But okay, I just looked up this. How long to beat? Only 10 people were polled on howlongtobeat.com, mm-hmm. and the average, they're saying, is three and a half hours. Yeah, I can see it, yeah. But it was only 10 people polled. 
and yeah. apparently uh, four were omitted. I don't know, something like that. Well, like I said, I I I think I clocked in. I'm pretty sure four hours, and I think I'm pretty sure that's how long it took me to do it. <laughs> yeah, I so, think it'd be like four to five. Yeah. Like, yeah, because I, I spent a lot of time talking. Because like you could talk to like Miss Marvel and all the different characters oh, in yeah. the area yeah. and like chat with them like with brief mm-hmm. little like bits. And then I also spent time like looking around the whatever the name of the location was that we had the outpost at, yeah. but. You know, exploring that area just to get my bearings on like where stuff was, but yeah, it's definitely four hours. I think is the average. Yeah. Okay. Four to five because I actually kept dying a lot. I was surprised. I was like, God yeah, dang, the new same. enemies are very hard. Yeah. And I like that. And uh, I can't wait to like actually play Captain America against these guys. Like, I wonder how he uh, fares yeah. since he's like fully kitted out, and I got him to a very good spot. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I'm actually gonna go back and play this game. So the backstory behind Don't this you is dare say that. we were <laughs> we were trying to max level our, our power level our characters up just so we can get ready for this you know content drop because we thought there's gonna be a lot to this game or a lot more added to the game where we can we we're gonna want to go back and play and stuff and the jungle is really cool and the maps that you get to play in I mean you kind of start to understand the similarities. And some of the maps, like, you know, you jump into one map and you travel this way and you'll complete this mission and you might come back to the same map later and do something a little different. But for the most part, like, I see the repetitiveness in it. And we did not get... I I did not get something that makes me super excited to come back to this game now. Mm -hmm. Because I think the story actually sucked. There's some (laughs) good moments in it. Did you like it, Brett? Oh, keep going. (laughs) So... When they did the war table, they had um, they had what's his face from kind of funny. Uh, why I forget his name all of a sudden. Oh yeah, um, Greg Miller. Greg Miller play the intro, and they do that Sorry. intro Fine. of like revealing Black Panther attacking some guys, and I was like, this is the shittiest intro ever. Damn. Because what I had, okay, it's not the shittiest intro. It could have been done a lot better. Because the intro I have in my mind which is obviously a bias, is the um, the Black Panther movie when he jumps out of the plane and he falls down. And he's, like, doing all this, like, you know. hidden in the trees. Yeah. And, like like and they can't make the movie around. again. That's fine. <laughs> but I think going no, I, along I with, s- with this character, who yeah. he is, like. I can see that. It could have been done a lot better. I think it was pretty hokey, pretty cheesy. And I get it's a video game and there are constrictions and things that I don't understand probably. But at the end of the day, it could have been done a lot better. Right. And it could have been done easier. Now, I don't have an example of like what maybe they could have done, and I can come up with that later. You said easier? What do you mean easier? Uh, so it could know. have been done easier. I think it could have been done better. Better. Okay. Just yeah. better in general. Okay. okay. Not easier. But that was one thing. And then as we go along, like Jason, we Jason were talking, and we brought up the point that the Avengers kind of just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And obviously they say why they were there. A lot of talking. And Jason was like, well, why didn't we start outside of Wakanda? And then we come in as the Avengers, and then we pick up as the Black Panther. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. We, yeah. 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 I was like, that would have been a lot better. And I think that we could have... So obviously we're going to go into spoilers here. I think no we could have left Wakanda later in the story to go other places because the vibran- vibranium is, you know, yeah. is all over the world because of what is happening in Wakanda. So I think doing that, and then Ames also involved in this. So, you know, it makes sense that Black Panther has to leave his area for a while, which you kind of get into that later. But that's how the kind of the story finishes. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm gonna go help the Avengers. Yeah. So, uh, uh, what's his sister's name? 
I, I can never remember. I probably can't pronounce think, right? it. I don't know. I can uh, look it up real quick. O- o- anyway, or something, yeah. So that happens, and then there's this one point where Claw is talking to Aim because they're they have no this, spoilers. No spoilers. Why not? I don't want to spoil it. People haven't played it yet. We just the game just came out <laughs> two weeks ago. Yeah, I know. That's no no spoilers. No spoilers. I can't have my conversation if I can't spoil it. No, sure. No I have Shuri. issues. You'll be fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. That's we can talk off, off off recording. Sure. Huh? I already, Shuri, there you I've go. already talked off recording about it. <laughs> okay, then don't worry about it. Yeah. <sighs> I we think this respect, is a major part. We got to respect our listeners. Got to respect our listeners, man. Can you guys tune out for like two minutes? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Just fine. skip forward okay, two minutes. Okay. All right. Don't two minutes. Here we go. Austin wants to spoil this real bad, it. so look at the uh, spoiler warning. Look at the show notes, <laughs> and we will have the time code for when we're not spoiling. So as of right now, if you haven't beat War for Wakanda, please skip forward. Might see You've a bone pick. It only takes you three hours to beat this game. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens is Claw is talking to Aim, and they have this like dispute and then the lady from Ames like, okay, we're done with you. Bye. Monica Rappuccini. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, how is that? Like, that's just it between those two. Well, especially you, you think there was Aim? no conversation of them at all up to that point. Exactly. Like, yeah, there was, was no, no like, like, true connection. Yeah, they never thing. had any of that. It's just like you just assume, or you knew because there you go. That's why the robots are there. Like there's, you know, because of course there's going to be robots everywhere. Yeah, right. that's the same enemy type that we play all the time. But Exactly. Yeah. And you think they'd want, oh, we want some vibranium too, so we're going to make this deal work no matter what so we can make our robots stronger against the Avengers. And I thought we killed Monica. <laughs> no, she never dies. He's killed a clone, probably. Oh no, we killed the future one. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. Was the future thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. right. I was very confused on that. I was like, "How oh, is she fucking back?" So I feel like we should have left Wakanda with everybody and Black Panther to go fight Aim again. As as much as I don't want that to happen, but I think that makes more sense for the story, and like try to recover some of the stolen vibranium. True. Like, and then you come back, to, you Wakanda come back to Wakanda and Wakanda. You finish it off uh, because Claw's still a threat. Yeah. Or you chase Claw outside and then come back. <clears throat> that would have made a lot more sense. I think and it would have extended this. Like, yes, I think I would have been okay if we went to other places before and yeah. we we're seeing the vibranium start to pop up mm-hmm. and we had to do I things thought that's what, I thought that was what was going to happen is that we were going to go back into the like Manhattan, New York, or wherever. That we would have been to. fantastic. And they had the vibranium there and it was like another little side thing, like save the civilian. Well, but they now it's destroyed the the fucking yeah horny thing whatever it is. So <laughs> I mean, yeah. right right now they have the event going on where after you beat the game, you play as all the different heroes to go track down the corrupted by vibranium all over the place. Oh, so that, it is like that's that. there, but it should have happened before the but game yes, launched. Yes, yeah. it should have happened yeah. way before. That would that would have been awesome rather too. than because like right now what they brought out was like the same kind of event basically. But for Avengers Reassemble or whatever, and that's the one that we play, yeah. you know, with back and forth, just like collecting all those those uh, achievements and stuff like that. Now they have the same achievements again where you play every character and now you use the oh, yeah. uh, vibranium powers and like solar, so the sonar stuff or whatever to like fight off the vibranium. But you go to all the other locations and the vibranium spikes. So there's like specific vibranium missions now yeah. on the map. But right. that should have right. happened ahead of time to lead into this story. I think that okay. would have made more sense and would have given, given the right. up I think you were talking about. Yeah, no. that would have been, been great. Yeah. But they didn't do that and here we are, three and a half hours to complete this mission, which there's some good moments, obviously. And The missions were a lot longer, though. Yeah. 
I did kind of enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah, kind of. And then it's cool that they have these like underground tunnels or caverns that you can go into and kind Except of. for the fact that they're copy and paste. Yes, yes they were copy, copy and paste. But everything's copy and paste. But also, they didn't have more of the traps. Do you remember in the first, like, <clears throat> in this one that the we're kind of watching right now, the first where... cave mission you run through uh, and you have to dodge all these traps. I true. thought they were going to do more of that. That was pretty, like, Indiana Jones-style cool. Yeah. I was just like, okay, I can... And they left I, it all out. Yeah, nothing. Fucking nothing. Yeah. That was disappointing. So, shit on this game because I wanted it to be better and I put, invested money into it. I actually bought some skins and stuff because... Yeah, I dropped money on it. I feel like there's a lot of good things here, and the combat's amazing, and obviously I got a few characters exactly where they should be, and I want to play them more. But at this point in time, given like what we have and what they expect us to do, which is more the same, which, yes, we've been doing that quite a bit the past yeah. two months, maybe, something like that, and I'm just kind of sick of it. Like Black Panther, I felt like could have felt a little better playing him early on, which, you know, he's not horrible, and now they want us like there's no content now. It's just it's do, the same shit. It, do the missions that we've done, except now there's vibranium stuff to do. And then all the then you have to take each character out, complete their own assignment for the vibranium thing. And it's just like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> so I beat this campaign <laughs> and I put the game down. And the thing that sucks is, okay, let me bring up some stats here because this is leading up to something. Okay. So oh. at the peak of, I know you want to talk, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Brett's over here sweating, I'll, ready I'll, I'll to go. I'll be back. I'm going to take a break real quick while you finish. Okay. <laughs> no, no, go so at the peak of Steam charts, so this is Marvel Avengers on Steam. We don't have PlayStation or Xbox charts, but 28,000. This is all we have to go on right now. 28,000 at the peak, which just came out in September. And then... It has significantly dropped. Its lowest was February 2021 with 779 peak players. And it has miraculously came back up to 10,224 in the last 30 days, which is really good. But that is not enough to give these people the resources and inspiration and will to continue going on because, like we've talked about before, games as a service is killing some games, and I feel like it's killing this game because they're having to bring out all this stuff on a consistent basis, and the ideas are going to run dry, and you need something that's going to feel fun consistently, and like you just can't do that. And they would just focus on story and put all their resources there. This game might be a little better. Now, I don't know how long it would survive in the end, but at least we would have a better like experience with it, and it would hold in our minds longer over time. But for a free DLC... True. I mean, it, it, it yes, like I agree with you, but yeah, game of the service, but I, and I don't they know. need money to make these DLCs. And if they don't yeah, have that money coming they don't in, have that money coming in, how great is that DLC going to actually be? And it already got, it already started on the wrong foot right from launch. So yeah, that's a big, that, that's a my biggest question set. on this game is like, how does this, I'm trying to find what destiny has that this game doesn't because the destiny's survives and succeeds and when it has story come out it comes out with like a five to six hour story like add-on once a year yeah um and you're fighting the same enemies the same six types of enemies typically um in each area and there's a lot of different locales which is nice but like what are the things in like what is i feel like this maybe there's just too much of a similarity with all the stuff whereas there's enough uh, di- a little bit more diversity in destiny that makes it 
I think it's mostly more replayable. Destiny's a first-person shooter. Those are always going to be selling like hotcakes, no matter what. Yeah, that's like the plat. That's like the highest of multiplayer is first-person shooters. Right. Anyone can jump into it. That's a fan of Call of Duty or Battlefield. They'll they'll enjoy more of it. But as for this game, it's very. How can I put this? Um, It's only for certain audience. Yeah. Not a lot of people are into the third-person action-adventure-style game, and I feel like they... I mean, I like it. I enjoy it. I'm still going to play this game. Yeah. I'm not going to stop playing it because of this DLC. Well, thank it you. actually forces me <laughs> because I, I like trying to get my characters up to 150. I'm still hooked on it. And yes, I did drop money on the Black Panther skins, which I'm a little upset with myself, but I'm not because Black Panther kind of looks like a badass to me now. He's all white, so he's White Panther. <laughs> Nothing about race. Nothing about race. I'm a white guy, but I just like the white one. It looks cool. But uh, in my opinion, I think that's the main reason. That's the difference. I think the first-person shooter aspect is why people really go to those more yeah. than this. Well, I'm still thinking, like, just as far as, like, the formula goes itself. Yeah. Like, they're both games as service games. And, like, removing the fact that one's an action-adventure game and the other one's a shooter, a shooter. The mechanics of them, like, very similar, I think. In between Destiny and that, maybe it's just that a shooter is. Maybe that is it. It's just a shooter is more interesting, which the shooter mechanics in that game are great. Yeah, but in this game, the fighting mechanics are really great too. It's in-game content. But what is the? I mean, like just raid. Well, they have Destiny definitely has more raids. Yeah, they do have more raids. They they just have more in-game content. I feel like, and then having the battle pass. I mean, we don't I'm have. To, I'm trying to think back to Destiny's been a minute. As, yeah, I know. Because, like, because, like, I mean, the raids are great, but it's like for me, I'm, I, I love playing going back to Destiny, but I never played the raids. Well, we their can't combat get together to is play really raid. good too. Like for me, I love doing Crucible stuff. Yeah, so going up PvP, I felt like it was a very I think balanced. That's a, I think that's around. a piece too. The PvP, like we had talked about having PvP in here. It was Civil War. Yeah, that'll be awesome. That would be a lot of fun. So if you haven't listened already, go to our YouTube page and look up Avengers. PvP or yeah, it should show up on search. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it. So, can I talk about my thoughts? Yes, go <laughs> ahead. Sorry, okay. uh, yeah, we're two twenty. Minutes. We're twenty minutes in, <laughs> and I have yet to share any thoughts about this thing. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, so I agree with you guys for the most part. Okay, however, yeah. I, I I enjoyed this, but it definitely was not at all. It wasn't. I think I overhyped myself with it. And expected more than it actually was because I was really disappointed to get in here to find that the mechanics that we've been playing with were the exact same, just with reskins. It's like you got the rooms where you have to open up the room, you have to hit the little panels and stuff like that, and now they're just reskinned to like have like ancient markings on them instead. <laughs> Wakanda markings. And Wakanda markings, yeah. And then we have those little spider bots, which are cool. You know, they're interesting. They're a different kind of mechanic, but they're still like. Did you see the warning the in the beginning about the spider? Yeah, the arachnophobia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I thought it was pretty funny. Um, and, uh, <laughs> they try to put some di- little diversity in some of the puzzle uh, mechanics and stuff throughout the thing and everything. And the new biome, I actually do like the biomes. I feel like this, there's stuff that's more hidden because of the fact that it's so jungly and stuff like that. Like there was stuff that I did stumble upon where I was like, oh shit, here's like a hidden room I can get into to get a chest or whatever. Um, and that kind of stuff was really cool. But I love the new area. Bless you. Um, I love the new area and I think it's, it's really nice, but it's not, it still feels like here's just a big open space you run around in and you collect chests and you go and fight at the different places you're supposed to go to. And then the cave system, I was like, oh, this is great. There's like caves in here now. And then after I played the first cave, went to the second cave 
it's the exact same cave, just with now there's light coming through the ceiling. And I was like, really? You didn't like change this up at all? Yeah. When I walk in there, I'm like, oh, I know to go to the left because there's going to be a chest, and I know to go to the right, and there's going to be a drop down. Well, see, then, that's why I've come to just be like, this is what this game is, and I'm okay yeah. with that. The combat's great. I was hoping the story would be better. Yeah. And I, that's for me where it kind of went. Yeah. And I think had they like extend, expanded this out more to like have a bit more of a prologue to this to like introduce what's happening. Um, I think Claw was pretty interesting. I thought it was cool to see um, what's the other villain that we had in here? Crossbones. Crossbones. He didn't get enough love. I feel like he should have. I mean, he was cool. It was interesting. But like it was a hot minute at the beginning and a hot minute at the end, and he wasn't the main villain you were fighting. So it's like there was no actually engaging with him like you wanted to engage. And I'm sure there's going to be a villain sector with him, but who knows if that's going to come through or not. Anklaw. Yeah. Do what? Anklaw. Anklaw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think Black Panther as a character is awesome. Like I really like gravitated him quickly early on. Like I love being able to pounce and just like slash at their faces. And I love being able to do all like the, the jumping, like crashing down maneuvers, throwing that. I love that you can like melee attack really well. You can throw things at people like really well. And I have them where they stun now when I throw stuff out. So I can stun and throw those things really fast. And then you have the kimono beads that also can stun, but they also can heal your teammates, which I thought was pretty cool. So you hold L1, you can like do that, and you got the uh, the extra ability, which is basically like Brooklyn's Brawler or whatever for the the ultimate to like yeah. leap out with the Panther and then start like going crazy um, with the damage and stuff like that. Like he's he's a fun character and he has a lot of similarities to other other characters, and I I just love playing him. So that part I'm really excited about to continue going through and playing him. But I agree, it's like I'm excited to play more in this space, but how much will it? How long will it take before it's like, okay, I've been here, done that like 10 times. Yeah. Um, and I'm concerned about that. That's why I was forgiven everything that we had to do over the past month or two. Yeah. Because like, we've done this so many times, but you know what? We're going to get ready for this new area and it's going to be, you know, like I, I guess I was hyping myself up too. It's going to be a lot to do, right? A lot yeah. more to do, a lot something different that we don't have to... We need to prepare ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And now it was... <clears throat> so anyway. Yeah. So for those that haven't played this yet, if you have Avengers, if you liked Avengers, I think this is definitely worth playing. I mean, it's three, four hours long. I thought it was fun. I had it's a good free. time with it. Yeah, it's free. It's I mean, free. I mean, great. I mean, there's some definitely interesting character development here. It wasn't enough character development. Yeah. It moved too quickly, I feel like. Yeah. Like everything just happened like super fast and then all of a sudden it's done. But I mean, they could have had a Infinity War cool. moment here. Oh, yeah. We're watching the scene where like, uh, all these claw forces are coming in and try to attack the uh, Wakanda. And it's just like, man, the Avengers are here. Like we could see. Like I was hoping you could play one of the what are the warriors, the Wakanda warriors? Oh yeah, called. You can summon them. You're right. You can yeah, summon, you can summon them. Cool. Uh, I can't remember their names. Anyway, it'd be yeah. cool to like see them out there. Like we're just <laughs> taking down all these forces. That would have been a great moment to, yeah. have, to have. Cool. Well, let's move on to the next game. All right, we got we got several things to talk about still. Uh-oh. So, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, everybody, Ghost has Shushima. a new DLC that also came out for free, which is awesome. Amazing. So, we have Ghost of Tsushima Iki Island is out. Uh, Austin's beat it. I've almost beat it. And Jason, you're so I early into it, but you're playing all the... You're enjoying time. it. You're I am fucking it. savoring it. I am not using my horse again. I am just walking everywhere, and I am That's just... That's fucking crazy. Guys, loving it. fuck. What? <laughs> I can't talk about the story? No. 
No. God oh yeah, you most definitely it. cannot. Yeah. No All spoilers, right. Austin. Call damn me, it. Call me when you are done. Here. <laughs> okay. Bye. Because everything important I want to say is about the story. What? Well, you can yes. talk about the story. Just don't spoil about, it. Yeah. Just don't spoil the end. It's great. Now I can't even get into why it's great. You can. My no, I can't. Hell. I will spoil it. Okay. Don't I can't talk on. about it without spoiling God. it. All right. Perfect. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've been playing through. I mean, I, I don't know how much I've been playing, but um, for those that want to know, this is a very important key moment to think about. So once you enter, there's a the way to get to Iki Island. You have to beat Act Two, I believe. And uh, once you be in Act Two, there's a little mission that shows up on the island that you go to. You find out there's like this threat, uh, people being possessed by shamans. Um, and, uh, you find them and you realize you need to take the fight to Iki Island to finish this off. So it doesn't come to the mainland. That's like the gist of what you're doing here and why you're going to Iki Island and Iki Island's very special because that's also the place where your father, uh, like basically built his fort and like built all this and died and died. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, did, did he die though? On yeah. The he island? Died. Oh yeah. Island? He okay. let him die. I was thinking it was like, it was, that might've been somewhere else, but I'm, cause I thought there was a part where they talked about that, but maybe not. Mm. But anyway, so yeah, he died on the island. This is where he like took over and did all this crazy shit. But um, once you get to the island and you accept to go into it, um, you are stuck there for like the first probably 40% of the DLC and you can't go back to the mainland. So if you plan to do that, make sure you stick here because otherwise you're landlocked. I don't it's know, a beautiful area. I heard a lot of so I heard gorgeous. a lot of people talking about it that they were like, you know, oh, can I go back or not? So, anyway. <laughs> So you if can't go back, but <laughs> if you're one of our fans think that way. We don't fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, this, this, this DLC was is so good. Like it's the, the introduction to everything was just I mean, very cool and interesting. You're like, you lose all your shit right at the get go. And you're like, fuck, now I gotta sort of like, you gotta find your horse at the very beginning. And it's like, where's my horse at? My bro, my guy, you know, where, where'd he go? And you track him down. And he you like slowly explore this island, and it's not a very big island, but it's just it's bigger than I thought. Gorgeous. Oh, it's, it's a lot very, bigger. Yeah, it's a lot bigger than I thought too. Man, I still um, get lost in it. Yeah. I mean, anyways, sorry. yeah. There's some like just like really cool discoveries. Like really early on, I found a deer sanctuary. Did you guys find that one? Like the first one. Yeah. Like, when you're ending out or whatever. So that's like one of the side missions. So you used to have like the um, you, know, you used to have all the. Um, the haiku things and you had like the bathing baths where you see Jin go naked and all that stuff. And I'm sure you guys like, but, um, that's the best part. <laughs> that's right. But, uh, working up to my gym body. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> there was some, some really, really interesting, like little side missions, like that one where uh, we were, I mean, the deer sanctuary, it's like, you're having to move your controller up and down to like play the music to the music or whatever. <clears throat> I'm like, that's trippy. This is pretty wild. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck was going yeah, on. I, I, I failed it like time. four I different failed, times. Yeah, yeah, I was same. just like, what am I doing? And I was like, how does this work? Am so I you basically have to move your controller controller you have a green dot on the screen and you have to move the controller within the green wavelengths and you have to follow the beat of the uh, flute that he's doing to yeah. have the animal come closer to you and finally yeah. the animal accepts you because you're playing beautiful beautiful yeah. music of and course. if you fail it mauls your face that would have been awesome <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh my god fucking monkey just yeah <laughs> oh the monkey's the first one uh, the, yes the monkey was the first one for me because i like i said i did not while I was playing it, and I, I know I'm getting into Brett's thing, but uh, I You're did fine. not go into the story right away. I just fucking, I'm going opposite. I'm going way opposite. Are you just like going like zigzag through the map and just no, like slowly uncovering things? Kind of a little bit. Like uh, I'll go 
until it's kind of like forced me to do the story. And then I'll do the story, and then I'm like, okay, I'm just going to keep veering off. And I veer yeah. off as much as I can to unlock the campsites that are there because it's just like the original island. Yeah. Once you unlock the campsite and you destroy whatever's in there, it pops up and clears out more, and you have more question marks. So I'm like, oh, God. Just a domino effect for me. Dude, I, and I'm man, just running around. I went to the first Mongol territory to try and take that shit over. I got slaughtered four you got your times. Pee pee smacked hard, huh? Yeah, it's <laughs> the it was the one where there's like all the dudes that are up on the yep. the 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 towers, towers or whatever. They're shooting the flaming arrows at you. Yep. And I was trying to ghost my way through it, and it's like the sh- the new shaman thing is like really interesting because they put this like aura around all the enemies. Yeah, get, talk about that a little bit though, because yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the shaman is like the main. The, the, the person you're coming after is called the Eagle, and they basically like create shaman characters by poisoning them and making them get possessed. And then they can like basically possess other people in the area, and it gives them this like aura around them that I think it just makes them like wait, like basically they armor, more. right? Yeah, they they and they stronger. it's more red attacks happening, so it's more critical hits that's going to hit you, and you have to dodge yeah. them, you can't parry them or anything like that. And what the shaman is doing is uh, is singing a chant to pump up these Mongolians, yeah, to get them riled up. So you kind of want to kill him first, yeah, because if not, you're just going to get they're just going to non stop hitting you, hitting you, and with critical attacks, that's and they the key would, thing. and they are going it's going to hurt. I was playing on medium, and I was like, like literally, my health would drop to like nothing oh, yeah. in like oh, yeah. two hits, and I was just. I dropped it to easy because I was just getting my ass handed to me. And I was still getting my ass handed to me in easy. I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> this is insane. And I finally started thinking, okay, I better get rid of these damn shamans. But you can't ghost as much then. You have to track down them. I mean, you can, but it's like harder to like find your way through to see the shaman because there's sometimes multiple shamans too, yeah. which that really tripped me out. So it's like, fuck, okay, I got the shaman. I'm good. All of a sudden, another. So if you use your ghost ability, you'll see certain enemies around a certain enemy. And you can tell it's a shaman because they're all pumped up and they're going like this, getting ready yeah. to like dance and stuff. But that's how I kind of point them out. And I use my longbow a lot. Yeah, longbow is awesome yeah. in this thing. And the poison sure. dart. So Yeah, poison dart is pretty mm-hmm. sweet too. I never use my poison dart. You really? got to, man, on this one. I use, it, I use it a I lot. I never did. It just really? possesses I just use smoke and what oh, you call it? smoke, yeah. Smoke and sticky bomb and... Kunai. How, how did y'all feel about the other new villain that they kind of minion that had multiple weapons that would switch it up on That you? was cool. That was trippy. I didn't realize <laughs> that was happening until I yeah. read it online and people were like, oh yeah, now you got certain ones that you gotta like and change your health. stance for. And I was like, it was, oh. it was awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was, a, there was some interesting like gameplay dynamic changes here that was like, wow. Like the fact that you can now like use your horse to like charge an enemy that was pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. So I mean I didn't use it a lot, but it's like kind of neat. Like, like I got a battle, was like charges, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you do the critical strike and jump off and like and stab them. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And yeah. they're all like, "Oh, what's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, I mean, there's like as far as like main missions go on this island, I think there's like six or seven of them. There's not a lot, but there's a lot of extra bonus. You know, the question marks. You have the side quests, and so far the side quests I played are very like they're not just like filler. They're like very in-depth story-based side quest and there's even a couple mythic tales on here and i play one of the mythic tales that did you play the guys play the one that went to the cave okay highly recommend (laughs) playing that shit i think so elaborate yeah i mean it's it's a dark ass cave with like a yes 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 and you had to shoot it was for the armor which i was gonna talk about that yeah 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 yeah. the new armor that was that was really interesting um and creepy and it's like oh god this is intense yeah but in 4k hdr oh my god can we talk about how freaking good that game looks 
I didn't play in 4K HDR. Oh, I did, but I I can't tell a difference. I I still think I mean, the it still looks. Uh, yeah, still it looks great I before, didn't but... think it needed it at all. I mean, no. I it's it, the game itself, the original copy of it. And actually, I'm going to get into that. I actually gave away my PS4 copy to Travis, and I bought the full version again. Director's cut. Yeah, the director's PS5, cut. Yeah. Cut the full thing because I love this game so much, and. I didn't really notice a big difference because I thought the game was beautiful itself as yeah. as it was before. But uh, I do enjoy the controller play now with the uh, tension on the triggers. Oh yeah, that's great. Oh yeah. So especially with how you use your uh, your uh, hook. Oh yeah, hook to pull hook the thing down. You like pull, pull down R two and then you hold down L two and it's got that feel that tension. Feel that tension. tension. Did that yeah. make sense? What were those first games that ha- took advantage of that? Because those mm. sucked. I felt like well, Returnal really took. Good advantage of it, and then uh, Valhalla did an Astro's update. Playroom was awesome with it. Wait, was it Astro's Playroom? Yeah, Astro was one of the. Yeah. No, it was uh, Godfall. Who would? Oh yeah, took Godfall was fucking terrible. I hated that. I, well, Godfall yeah. was garbage, anyways. Yeah. Well, yeah, we had. <laughs> anyway, yeah, stupid. I know, Brett. You were saying, yeah. yeah sorry, no, I mean, things. I'm. Yeah, I mean, that's the majority of what I have to say. I've kind of said. I mean, it's just it's okay. awesome, and I highly yeah. recommend everybody play it because. It's more of Ghost of Tsushima, but the character development is awesome. You know, getting to play as, I mean, Jin goes through some shit in this DLC, which is, like, pretty intense. And there's some really cool, like, kind of almost Legends-y feeling moments where it's yeah. like you go back to that freaking weird possession kind of state or whatever. But um, just, yeah, really, I mean, a whole new suite of characters you get introduced to. Um they don't like you here, so that's very interesting. Like nobody likes you. Oh yeah. Like who the fuck? Well, is yeah, this guy? because his father basically the samurai are evil. Well, even before that, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, all the samurai are like well hated. So yeah. no matter who he talks to, he's came hated. in, slaughtered a lot of people. It wasn't yeah. good. Yeah, and that part I didn't realize how bad he was. Like in their main story, mm-hmm. until I started seeing the blast from the past stuff here, I was like, "Damn, yeah." His father was kind of a ruthless dick. <laughs> yeah, in this DLC, it really touches a lot on his father, which I highly enjoyed because you and, do yeah. little missions in there, and you it see, gets, like, fantastic. Yeah. Yes, I it, hope. Is this going to be in our game of the year at all? Like, can we make this? It should have been game of the year last year. It was game of the year for us. No, can yeah. this DLC be game of the uh, year of 2021? Well, not we like could label the game of the year, as game of the year again. Yeah, if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, actually going to replay this game once I'm done yeah. with this DLC. I, I kind of want to too. I mean, and it's going to be my it. fifth time playing it. Yeah. So I guess we'll move over to me now. Yeah. So this is a no, great. <laughs> Fine. Go for it. No, this is a great like second DLC that needed to happen because in the first story or in the first game. We learn about Jin and his father and what had happened. It troubles him. But this one, like, it dies so deep into Jin, how his father's death has really affected him. And we get to know about his father. And he was kind of a shitty guy, but he was actually kind of a good guy, too, when it comes down to it and why Jin's father is the way he is and why the samurai came here. And I mean, we just get to understand all sides of the story. And it just gets pretty deep especially with Jen, especially leading later into it, I was like, God dang, I didn't know this is a story I needed to hear, and this is it. Because that story was not told to 100% in depth, to, to my knowledge. Obviously, I didn't play yeah. the full game. Maybe they yeah, dive no, deeper they into it. They, yeah, in the in the base game, they don't really go into it that well. You know his father dies, and 
Jin blames himself a lot for it because what his father said at the very end whenever he got his neck sliced. But that's neither here nor there right now. But, uh, yeah, they don't really go into it at all. I just know his uh, the wind is his father and the bird is his mother leading him on the path that he needs to go on. Right. So, And this is... This just helps define Jin as a person, and it really he has to face his demons, which you didn't realize how much of um what's the right word I'm looking for? Not a crutch, but he has all these scars that need to be dealt with. Yeah. All these wounds that need to be healed that haven't been healed. And so you get to go on that journey with him through this game and see how that pans out. And it's like, dang, there are some moments in here where I kind of guess that like we're kind of headed that way, or certain people were certain things, or whatever. And it's just like, holy shit, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. But I felt so. The negatives with this game is is actually what I felt with the last game is I would play mission, and I could set the controller down. I felt like pacing for both these games were not the best because it kind of takes that style of like an older games were made, and we've mentioned that in the past. Like it, a lot of people actually mentioned that that this kind of feels like an older. This is a games game, right? So uh, other games kind of have this pacing where it kind of thrusts you into the next mission and story beat, and it's like, oh, I want to see what happens next. This one kind of is like a little more chill for for me, in my opinion. So like, I would put the controller down after a mission and walk away for a few hours, and then then I come back and be like, oh, okay, let me see what's going to happen next. I feel like that was an issue for me. Like I wanted to be like, mm, mm, mm. and part of the reason was is they do some of these older style cutscenes like like uh Grand Theft Auto cutscenes where it's just a wide shot and it kind of just pans around and people are talking and you really don't get up close and personal with it and that's stuff I want to see and that's more of like my kind of flavor I like but I feel like that could have been done better yeah and the pacing could have been I mean because there are really good story beats in this this game oh yeah yeah, I actually like the white, like when they do the wide shots because it's like capturing that 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 environment. Yeah. And I think they're like all about just like wanting to show off like the beauty of the world they created. Yeah, so it's like when they have those like wide, like really wide shots where two people are like chatting or whatever, and you like see like the vast like the sunset maybe in the background or like you have some of the the trees flowing or whatever it might be. Those those things were kind of kind of cool, but there was definitely like the pause. I yeah, I mean it's like when you finish a mission, it's just like it's definitely a hard stop and it's not like, Oh man, I got to go to the next one. But for me, it's like, I got to go get all those question marks that I just got discovered. <laughs> yes. I need to go back and that's get true. that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, fuck so many question marks. Let me go capture. See, that's what I liked the about Riddler the Riddler is that it again. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I liked about the richer, Witcher, the richer, yeah. the Witcher, the Witcher, which also what could, I, I mean, that is kind of a detriment because I wanted to do all these side quests and kill these beasts. But then the story was just so engaging. Like I was like, I got to go to the next mission. I can't yeah. do this right now. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll come back and do all this later that I never did. So Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm definitely like reinvigorated because I didn't I finished obviously finished the game. I played a lot of the the DLC, like the the extra side. I did all most of the side missions, except for like three, I think, on the first the main island. Um, but now I'm like, okay, I'm back into it. I want to go back and like we'll go back yeah, to like too. do more of the stuff, Mongol territories and all that. Um but there's a lot of content to unlock in this. Like there's so much content. From like the the freaking banners to the um, still the high so some haiku things I need to find and I got um, all the fox dens I still have like you know twenty of those to to pick up probably of like the forty nine that are in there um, there's a lot of stuff but God it's so good. I, I almost beeline the story I actually took my time with this game more than the last one like I was stopping at places and looking at things but 
I thought this would send me all over the island, and it does not send you all yeah, over I was the surprised. island. Like I beat the game, and there was just like this Still almost triangle yeah. of like where I traveled. Hmm. Did and, you ever get to the bottom right of the island? No. Okay, that's what I was thinking. There must be like other missions that take you down there then. Cause, yeah, well, I there's, guess so. Yeah. There's a lot of missions that you, you find strangers to talk to, yeah. and they have something going on. I don't know if you guys found the guy building the house or not. Not yet. I don't think so. Hell yeah. Yeah, I accidentally <laughs> ran into him, and now he's out there building a house, and I don't know what it's part of, but it's a, a grander story that's happening with mm. him because there's a actual icon on my map now of his location. Oh, okay. So, and, that's cool. And I found another person the same way. So there's, there's more to it, and it won't show you. You just have to – that's what I said. I walk around everywhere. I don't use my horse at all. So whenever I'm walking around and someone's like talking, they're talking to me and I walk up to them and they'll have a full-on conversation right. with me and tell me about something else that's going on over here, which has nothing to do with the story. And it's not revealing a camp or like a side mission thing. It's just like a, I don't even know what it is yet because I haven't even fully unlocked it yet. But mm -hmm. I have like a little house icon there and I'm trying to figure out like, what it's for. What the fuck is this? That's cool. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. It's your house. Yeah, it's my house. Yeah. Well, then they got the uh, those shrines that we stumbled upon, which I now that you were saying that you found <laughs> the God of War one, yeah. I was doing one of the I found the shrine. I was like, what the fuck do I do with the shrine? I found out like through a series of like puzzle deductions that you get to the shrine, and I had to be wearing a certain set of armor that I did for the mythic tale that was the six blades of Kasoju or whatever riddle. the heck it was. Yeah, it's yeah. a riddle. Yeah, so I had to have already done that mythic tale, which I had done it. So then I got an armor from that. So I had to wear that armor and do a thing and that there was no like indicator or anything Nothing. it was just you got to do this thing and you do it i got a bloodborne outfit from this which i was like that's pretty sweet it's like a ronin style yeah but outfit. With the, the, it's all dark yeah, black and it's, it's got like the flowing yeah and then you got a god of war one yeah i got the god of war one which uh so that's my biggest complaint about this game is like i kind of wish they went the uh spider-man route where you can equip whatever armor but have swap out the abilities to yeah. them because certain armor they look phenomenal but i don't like the ability to it. Right. the newest armor that i'm using is uh part of the dlc and it's where if you get a perfect parry you can take out three more enemies yeah and that's Love what that it. meant okay yeah i was like trying to make is, sense of what it means but it okay. is so awesome because you you parry it perfect and then you it slows down time you go after another go after another and you're just like holy shit this is badass but I want the God of War armor. I want to wear that because yeah. that looks fucking dope, which I appreciate this game um, referencing back to uh, other Sony products. I mean, even the God of War armor, the shrine next to it showed the uh, the tree with the the hand in it, with the uh, yellow hand that's glowing and God okay. of War's axe in it, which was like just a good a good nod to all these other games that they base this game off of and try to... Uh, have more appreciation for yeah but uh, the game itself it was it was uh the dlc is outstanding this is what a true dlc should be if you're paying money for something this is it this is what it needs to be yeah and for a a, a game that's this amazing and they added more story to it that i like austin said that was adding more development to Jin and showing more of his side it was phenomenal i can't wait for the movie they're planning on doing a ghost of shushima movie mm. i'm excited for it wow but uh it's just this game i love this game so much my only issue with the game is the armor thing and then also it is glitching out on me a lot 
really? this new DLC. The pairing system, I don't know if it's the armor that I have equipped or whatever. I know I'm pairing. I know I'm doing it right. I got hit like five different times. Yeah, I was having I'm, those problems too. I'm not, I'm not like bragging about how good I am at this game. It but turns I'm, off normal pairing. You yeah, have the perfect parry every time. With that one? Yeah, yeah. with the, the one that you're doing that, yeah. Is you that have, what's happening? Regular parry yeah, is to norm, You have yeah. to perfect parry every time. Every or time. you get hit. Yeah. Or you get hit. Yeah. yeah. Fuck my asshole. That's why I, I just yeah. stopped wearing that armor. I went back to the ghost oh, armor. Oh, I'm still yeah. wearing it. It's still awesome. Because yeah. I'm still I mean, able, it's awesome. Like, I'm still able to parry, I but I guess dying. I'm <laughs> it's, not I didn't understand as completely, but yeah, that's what I noticed is like, I didn't understand what that meant, but. Screw it with the glitch thing. It doesn't, it hasn't glitched on me then. Because I was getting so mad. I was about to throw the controller. Oh, same way looked at me and she's like are you okay i was just like i am really good at this game right now i'm garbage i'm gonna have to restart it and just get the foundation back or something because i'm getting annoyed <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> i was getting that mad i didn't wow. i didn't realize that yeah but uh but yeah love it this is what this is what video game companies should see and see what that if you're going to come out with a dlc and have people pay for it this is it yeah i don't think i i like i, I said agree. i gave away my copy and bought the whole game over just for this DLC and for the director's cut. Yeah. And I, I'm happy with it. Yeah. It wasn't a waste of money at all. I mean, it was like 30 bucks to upgrade to the PS5 version plus mm-hmm. get the, uh, the DLC. And I was like, this is totally worth it. Cause I mean, it visually looks incredible still. I mean, it's, it, you know, it loaded so fast before and now it still loads just as fast. Or even now faster. it has zero loading screen. Yeah. It's Did like, you notice nothing, that? yeah, nothing even <laughs> happened. It's just like, bam, you're there. And uh, it's totally worth it. And then the fact that we got more content coming to Legends here soon. I think oh, or did it already come out? Man. I can't remember. But we got more content for Legends, so we can go back and play that. I was hoping we'd play that. Yeah. <laughs> we can. Sure. Yeah. I want to play it this week. Yeah, I'm down. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. It must be yeah. Down, please. It's, uh, it's pretty great. So, I mean, yeah. It's still need to be the raid. Pretty perfect. Yeah, <laughs> that's not going to happen. All right. So, <laughs> I want to say one thing. This is for everyone who actually beat the game, so no spoilers. Yeah. But at the very end... When Jin finally kills the eagle, he says this one line, and it just kind of like puts the bow on the whole story, and it was beautiful. Really? Oh, nice. It was so beautiful. I'm so excited. I'm going to play it tonight. I'm so ready to be yeah, done with man. this so I can go play it. <laughs> I love this game. Like I, like I told y'all, I played it. This will be my... Uh, I played it four different times already through four different campaigns and stories. That's crazy. Yeah, I love this game. Yeah. So well, now i got to play New Game Plus with Director's Cut. Oh, that's I right, will. man. Oh, that's I right. Will. The commentary. I yeah. About that. Shit. Come on, man. All right. Moving well, on. All right. So we're actually, um, I think we're going to skip Splitgate and just save that for next time, if that's okay. That's fine. Um, Why don't we just skip Brides Republic? No, we have to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, this is start, important. I'm going to go to the restroom. Yeah, because this is going be, to be become a video. So that's what I want to do about it. All right, Brett. We, we can talk about yeah. it. Are you going to give me a white call, too? Hey! Yay. Yay! All right, everybody. We're going to talk about some Riders Republic here. Riders Republic is a Ubisoft original game that is coming out in uh, October. October 28th, actually, is when it's coming out. This is from the developers of Steep, which, for those that didn't play Steep, was their snowboarding uh, game that they brought out. It's an open-world snowboarding-type game with, like, snowboarding, skiing, and they had some, like, like uh, flying, like, paragliding kind of stuff in there. You can, like, switch it up between different stuff. Um, and it was really, really cool. Um, and I, it was like, I feel like one of those sleeper hits that like didn't get enough love. And now this is their next iteration, which has more stuff in it that I think is going to probably get more love because it's a little bit more arcadey and, uh, has a lot more to do overall. Didn't you play the demo? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so we're right now reviewing the demo as well, or the beta. So it's in beta right now um, for this weekend. By the time you guys listen to this, the beta will be over. 
But um, I played five hours of this probably, four or five hours. Um, got really into it. I was playing Iki Island for a while, and I decided to switch it up and go to this How game. Dare you? And I got like sucked in real quick. It was crazy. Um, there's a real long lead in for the tutorial, but then once it opens up, you have this open access to this massive world. And they did an interesting job with the way that they built the open world because it basically takes like six or seven real world locations, like the Grand Tetons, the uh, Yosemite National Park, um, some like I think part of the Grand Canyon. There's like several mm-hmm. different areas that they've just like mashed together into one big map. Okay. So you have like a snowy area on the north side, you have more like kind of grasslands, mountainous on the left side. You have, like, so all the canyons it, in the all bottom. it's all connected. All connected, It's just one yeah. giant, like, map. Yeah. And you can just basically ride your bike to the snow mountain or fast travel to... Yeah. But no matter what, it's all connected. It's all connected. Wow. You're always in. You log in. You're always logged in. Mm. There's no loading screens between any... Except for when you're obviously jumping into, like, a mission or whatever. But there's three main forms of transportation in this game or three main things you can do. So one is cycling. So you're having a bicycle. There's different types of bikes. There's downhill bikes, there's road bikes, and there's like more like hybrid bikes. And you unlock bikes for completing events and missions in the game. And then there's um, there's skiing, uh, where you can like go skiing through like the ski the snowy mountains and stuff like that and go through all those kinds of situations. And there's a whole trick system in here. So everything you do has a trick system. You can use one of two different types of trick systems. There's the uh, rider trick system, which is where you use the uh, the buttons, the square, the triangle, etc. Why does it like, look the same? Um, this is oh, kind of like a the, this is like a Fall Guys game yeah. that they threw in here. Um, <laughs> okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so they have a, a game mode called Mega Races that happen. They're like live events that occur. So you'll get a notification on your screen saying, "Hey, a mega event's about to happen. Go to the main base and join the mega event." So a shit ton of people will set here and they join in and it's a up to 64 player uh, game mode okay. where there's 64 players that are playing fuck. a massive map that transitions from like type like uh, um, different environments, different, different, not in different environments, but different um, uh, trans like different sports. Uh. So you start like you can start skiing and then you get to a point, a checkpoint where it switches you oh, immediately wow. to a paraglide or a, a wingsuit. Oh, I don't and then it switches you to another thing and it just switches you back and forth and you go through this like really long map and there's three runs so at the end of the three runs you win (laughs) and you can like get your abilities to uh you you get whatever victory you get you get stars that you collect um to progress and all the stars help you rank up and give you more cloud and give you more upgrades and abilities to accomplish things within the game so that guy just it the game mode you're talking about, he just like he went through a checkpoint, but there's a certain time, and once that time's up, it switches to a bike in mid mid going. It's at a it's at a checkpoint that will happen. Like oh, a, at a, a checkpoint little checkpoint will happen. have an indicator that you're about to switch. You're about to switch <laughs> to yeah. a different uh, a different uh, different sport sport or yeah. vehicle or not vehicle, but different yeah different yeah sport. different different Ooh. sport yeah. Um, but it's it's crazy. Like the 64 player one is like insane because there's collision. <laughs> So you run into each other, and it's just like madness oh, oh whenever shit. it happens. And you just like switch it up and like, like skiing part, go like crazy jumping through here. But this game is like an MMO essentially. Like when you're in the game world, there's like real people all over. Like yeah. you pull up the map, and there's all these little dots, and you can see the pathways that people are traveling. And there's like hundreds of icons on the map of these people in real time playing the game at that moment. <laughs> Which is insane, but so it's, it's also like, like the whole world is open, so you can just walk around and yeah, go down a hill if you want. 
If you ski down into like, I don't know, a desert area that's connected, would you just like like, eat your shit? It's like it's tough. Yeah, your skis will just like start slowing down and like get in struggle. But what's Mm. cool is like the way you switch to it. So you press down on your D-pad and you can immediately switch to walking. So like like right now, if your character pressed down the D-pad, you would just start like literally you would transform into like walking. You like you don't take anything off or whatever. You just like start walking. And then the sports, you have your cycling and your skiing and your wingsuit that you can always switch to at any time. The wingsuit's cool because there's a rocket wingsuit that basically has like jetpacks attached oh, to the like, back um, of it. Oh, it's like, oh, my god. Just calls. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you can like literally fly and go like 130 miles That's an awesome. hour through the sky as you're like playing through these different races. But you can use that to traverse the world. In addition to that, they have traversal uh, vehicles you can do a snowmobile you can get onto and like immediately just press a, a button. Yeah. They got some fall guys style, like cosmetics awesome. and stuff like that in this game. How much is this? Uh, 60 bucks. It's on, it's on all consoles. It's on everything. Yeah. Cross play cross. So my, my next question pass. is, uh, the cosmetic uh, no. portion of it. Is it, uh, unique to each individual? Like, I don't know, like if you have a ski guy, you have different cosmetics and it stays with only the ski guy until you switch over to a bike guy. And then, the bike guy is a different cosmetic or a whole different person. I think they're all the same. They're all the same. I could I, be wrong. From what I'm watching, whenever he switches wow, to the bike guy, he turns into this female oh. that's a cosmetic out to however. It might so. be. It might be specific to the sport. That's what I, I was mean. You wondering. build your character, your avatar, like yeah. male, female, and stuff like that. But yeah, the cosmetic outfits might be because you do have like you have your different loadouts for um, the different types of sports you're playing, cool. and like when you're playing this the skis, cool. like you yeah. unlock these skis and like. You can um like you unlock shit a lot. Like every single race you do, you get a new set oh. of skis, a new set of this, a new set of that, whatever it might be. And they all you have all these different things eventually that you can then switch out based on the race that you're about to do. So okay. some might have like better speed than others. Like some skis might have better oh, speed or whatever. Oh, wow, um, jets. So maybe you're Oh yeah. So this is one of the special game modes where they put jets on the back. I mean, there's some stuff in here that's like totally unrealistic, but which still, is awesome. It's yeah. Gamora like with skis. Yeah. There's one mission that you do. They I forgot the name of the missions, but there's one mission you do where you ride in wooden ah! skis. And when you're riding on wooden skis, like you <laughs> it's like they're clunky the as shit. shit. Yeah. And they fall apart. But oh and there's first God. person mode the too, first by the way. First person mode is yeah. sick. Whoa. There's a first person mode you can play as well. Holy shit. But okay, Brett, you probably got me sold on this. Hell yeah, man. Dude, I'm like, I'm so, literally, so I'm my, loving My next this thing. question, you probably don't know, but yeah. uh if if we do get together, is there like a group that we can like Oh, look at that. Yeah, there's a wingsuit. Can we uh, group up as a team or a team or like group up together in a race? Yep. Okay. Yeah, you can like party up basically. Party up. Uh, yeah, yeah you can so. party up and like travel around with each other and do. I mean, there's like landmarks to discover. There's like 75 landmarks throughout the world that you can go and discover. You can just screw around and be like, hey, let's just like run around and do like this yeah. free run down this hill, like spawn to the top of the Grand awesome. Tetons and like drop down. Um, but do you know how many can be in a party? Uh, no, I do not. Okay. But, um, but yeah, so you unlock all these different unlockables throughout the course of the game. Um, you have, uh, there's a little bit of a story mode, a light story mode. The main character that's like the guy that like runs the whole Republic. His name's Brett. So I thought that was pretty badass. (laughs) Not gonna lie. That's pretty great. They're like, hey, no, Brett from the inner gamer. We should make that. That's right. Um, but the, uh, the trick system is great. Like there's even missions in here that are exclusively built around like doing tricks. So, like, you have these races that you wow. can do, but there's also ones that are, like, you have to amass points 
based off of the tricks that you do. And the trick system, there's, I mean, you have like front flips, back flips, left and right flips, you have different grabs, and there's like six different like things you do on your controller in order to do these flips and tricks and stuff. And it takes a little bit to get used to, but once you get a hang of it, it's like you can rack up some pretty cool moves yeah. throughout oh, the uh, throughout the game. I would use photo mode on this. Oh, yeah. Like they have they a, had a photo, photo mode. mode. This do. is what I would use it for right here. Yeah. See, the world I was beautiful. play this multi... What is this called again? Riders Republic. No, what's what's the game mode? Oh, this is the... Uh, it's just Mega Race. See, I would do the Mega Race, but I don't want to yeah. pay $60 for just this one game mode. Well, I can I mean, imagine there's more. This is there's a lot. More. I mean, a lot of the races you're doing are like not capped at 62, but it'll be one portion of this. So you'll be doing like a wingsuit race like this, and that's like just the race. And there's a boatload of these around the game. Is there a game pass? I mean, is there a uh, battle pass? Battle pass? I don't think there is. I mean, it, this is just the beta that we're watching right now, yeah. right? So yeah. I mean, there's still potential. Oh. I don't know what else they can do with something like this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what else can you? It's it's all going to be races. Yeah, right. It's a lot of racing, <laughs> a lot of exploring, <laughs> a lot of discovery of stuff, a lot of cosmetics. So you're gonna get a lot of like cosmetics and stuff. And throughout. you said the cosmetics you constantly get is kind of like Rocket League, where yeah. you you know, well, yeah, okay. You and then <laughs> so one thing in here too that you'll have noticed is a rewind feature. Mm -hmm. Again, this game is very arcadey, so like they have a feature where basically there's no like like a no fail mode. So anytime you like hit something or fall down or break yourself or whatever, you just have to hold down R1 and it'll rewind back as far as you want to. You can go back to yeah, the of the race if the you skis. wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> you rewind back and you just press X and it starts you back from that position. So you can like really quickly get back on your in your bearings. You're kind of right. It's basically like an extreme fall guys. Yeah. Yeah, this this About bit right bucks. here definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I would most definitely get this game just to play it with my friends. And yeah, that's it. I can't play this. That's alone. A, yeah. Just, that's that's how it would be. It is for me too. Is it's this like I would love to play with friends. Split screen at all? I don't Ooh, think so. College co-op. They need to come back with that. That would be nice. If this could be split screen, where two of our friends could have the game, but four of us could play, that would be phenomenal. This would be better. Yeah, yeah. I would get it then. Yeah, I agree. Would you? Because Anything's I don't want to play the. I don't want to buy this for myself. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. I would only play with you guys, and there wouldn't be... If you'd ever uh, play, I'd be like, let's do it. Let's jump on, man. I, I mean, lost, I like something I like this where this is a giant too. race, which obviously they have other things too, but right. switching between all the different different uh, vehicles or yeah. whatever, the different sports, I keep saying vehicles. Yeah. No, it's it's gorgeous, though. It looks... Technically, yeah. they are vehicles. Yeah, it's, you're right. That's right. But it looks I mean, look at that. Amazing. Except for that. That's big the freaking mountains <laughs> are and shit. I want to go skiing now. Oh, my gosh. Right. That is so dope. Yeah. All right. It's a pretty. It's a pretty cool game. So okay. it's in beta right now. Um, it'll be over here soon. But it comes out October twenty eighth. Um, I mean, they delay this they game. I think three times now. <laughs> yeah. And we I'm, have too much happening between yeah. then and now. So I'm, I'm glad they delayed it because I can tell that they've. I mean, there's a lot of shit in this game that they probably had to refine. I mean, the multiplayer component itself is just like, it's it's very good. Yeah. I mean, it's like the open world. That I mean, it is legit open world. You see everybody, you play with everybody, yeah. and they're all just I mean, you got like literally you're doing a race and you'll be like going down a hill and you see like five guys go skiing Ooh. across the hill that you're doing and they're doing their own race. Oh on different things. So it's multiple races like, happening at the oh, same yeah, time. Oh yeah, everything's oh, happening all at the same time. So I kinda wish they had uh, <laughs> awesome people collide. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> they have a power mode like uh, Mario Karts or something where you pick up like a turtle oh, shell. Just can't get <laughs> it <laughs> That'd be pretty Or funny. a machine gun. Or a machine yeah. gun. <laughs> Yeah, 
Rocket launcher. Auto turret. Oh, fuck. All <laughs> <Yeah>, right. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're watching you are like, gameplay like right now. Crashing Dude, into shit. This guy's just, he's, he's just struggling. shit on he the wingsuit. Right there now. you go. There you go. He's got it now. Oh, no, no he doesn't. <laughs> I the wish we could show this. Control. We can't show this on this because it's not, this is by IGN. This yeah. guy's an idiot. We can't put it on the what video. Sorry, doing? guys. There Don't worry. I got some footage I recorded right, cool. for this. So we'll throw in there. Is it footage of you eating shit? No, not eating shit. Dang it. No, I'm great. I'm great. I don't. I don't ever eat shit. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. We'll there was wait. one because there's you have the rocket glider, and there's also just like a, a wingsuit that you have to like pull yourself back to like gain air back up in the back oh. up. But you get points. The, clo- the closer oh. you are to the ground, the that? more points you Snowmobile? get. So this oh, is like our a, a this is a bike with, a with rockets on the, the side. <laughs> I can totally see them adding power ups with this yeah. oh, and totally. like attacking people. Yeah, look at that. Dude, that thing's so much fun. Because you also have a, you have a sprint. So if you hold down L one, it's like a nitrous boost. Yeah. So you can even go faster, Holy like hell. throughout the course of the game. It's just insane. Yeah, Brett, I think I I think I might pick this up. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it looks cool. It's this I is can... a fun palette cleanser from yeah. all the other like intense shit that we play. That's true. Um, it reminds me like of Splitgate, which the is first person view is just. Just all games and no fluff. Yeah, mm-hmm. this the the first person view trips me out sometimes. I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna die. I, I think I could do it. I think I could do it. That'd yeah. be fun. So get some right. drinking. Anyway, oh, yeah. so Riders Republic, y'all. Yeah, it's coming out October 28th. That's my thoughts on it. Um, really enjoying it. Can't wait for more. And uh, yeah, and um, that's gonna wrap it up for our games as we play this <laughs> week. Everybody, we're a little over an hour into this, so. Hope you enjoy that long segment <laughs> of all the content. Uh, if you want to play games that each and every week, you can join us on our Discord channel, especially if you want to play Riders Republic. Uh, hook me up. Or, or, or Avengers. Is it cross or Rocket League. Yes. Cross-play, cross-platform, cross-progression, nice. cross-everything. It's great. Um, <laughs> Crossing the streams. That's right. Join us on our Discord channel. You can check out that link in the show notes. And if you like what you hear, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share this episode with a friend. We'll be right back with our video game news. <laughs> You're listening to The Inner Gamer. It is time for video game news. In this segment, we share the best headlines from the week in the gaming industry. If you want to get involved in this segment, like Jason Hobbs over here is, you can send us a question or comment at theinnergamer.net, and we'll talk about it on the podcast. Or you just text Brett at this phone number, 817. No. No? No. I don't want to get 10,000 spams, you know? Really? A lot, yeah. <laughs> you can slide on my DMs instead. That'll be that'll be fine. Slide into something. Yeah, you can, you can hit me up there. <laughs> um, so anyway, Gamescom, everybody, happened last week. It was a virtual event. They had a Xbox specific event that was ho hum, and then there was a opening night live stream hosted by none other than Jeff Keighley himself, who, as per usual, brought in some bangers to uh, share and announce. We're going to talk about the Forza one, or the Forza one. There was Forza. Let's <laughs> talk about the Xbox one first, and then we'll go into the opening lights, lives, opening night stream. So at the Xbox Gamescom event, they announced that xCloud is coming to Xbox consoles, y'all. Ooh. So that means you can have an Xbox series or Xbox one and play streaming xCloud games on your system in 4K HDR, 60 frames per second. If your TV supports it, but your console doesn't. It's a pretty big deal. Wow. Okay. Cool. Wow. And then we got Forza Horizon 5 showcases some new slick cars, which looks badass as always. 
your cars drop out of a freaking airplane into Mexico. Yeah, out of a C seventeen. It looks it looks beautiful. I actually might pick up this Forza game. <laughs> I, I don't like Forza, but that looks Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, the hey Forza man, Horizon. Do have it. you played a Forza Horizon <laughs> at all or just the motorsports? Never. I never okay. played. I always so, played Burnout. Yeah. That was it. So Forza Horizon <laughs> is like it's the fun arcadey open. I mean, it's like what we saw with Riders Republic, but with racing cars. Because it's all it's a big, huge like festival. Yeah. And people are gathering for this festival and you're in this massive open world and you're driving your cars around. You buy cars okay. like connect or a lot. And you have all these different races you can jump into. There are some like off-roading races, some are like street racing inside of a city, some are like really long form like sprint races. Okay. Other races will have like some zany shit happen. Like you're driving down, you're you're literally racing a jet. Yeah. Like there's like like a fighter jet and you and your freaking two hundred mile an hour car like trying to race each other through like all this area. So it's like wild uh, stuff. Cruising USA on the Nintendo sixty four. Kind of. Yeah, okay. a little bit. Got it. Um but open world. And you're also discovering things too, because there's like landmarks throughout the world. There's like little like things you can collect throughout different areas to explore like hidden nooks and crevices of the map. Um, it's a lot of fun. So, okay. so what and you really need world with all your test friends. Test Drive Unlimited. That's what you need. Yeah, test drive but this unlimited. is like this is very similar to that. Thank goodness. But Test Drive Unlimited, yes, will be like the de facto standard, of course. But oh God, what is happening to me? I'm getting all the games Brett likes all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> You're slowly transforming into yes. Brett. I gotta get. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta leave this podcast. I know. <laughs> You know, slowly um, grow a beard. Glasses <laughs> just form around your face. Oh god! I already have those. <laughs> oh no! Just took them off today. I need to leave now. <laughs> oh my gosh! So they also announced a huge, huge lineup of new stuff coming to Game Pass. They announced a uh, a collaboration with Humble Games coming to Game Pass as well. So you're going to get a whole bunch of games from them, uh, a lot of okay. indie type games. But they also announced that coming to. Uh, Game Pass on day and date will be like Crusader Kings 3, Psychonauts 2, The Gunk, and Age of Empires 4. Um, so basically, nice. it's just more reason why Game Pass is awesome. Of course. Um, they showed some Dying Light 2. They showed a new fancy copter coming to Flight Simulator, which is basically like the ultimate flying game. It's just insane how much stuff is in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, Age of Empires 4 is going to have like history documentaries within the game that'll show you like. Things about Dang. like the history of a trebuchet, or kind of like the Assassin's Creed thing, where you can actually roam uh, uh, no. through the history. No, it's uh, like literally a like a produced oh, documentary. Like actual, okay, does that like mean they time. can play that in school now? What can they play it in school now to be taught? Oh, you should be for able history to class. Yeah, I mean, I guess that'll depend on the teacher, but yeah, I don't see why not. I'll see. Yeah, I'll it's Friday, so it's history. If I was lesson. a history teacher, we're playing Assassin's Creed every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so it looks it looks interesting. I mean, it looks kind of like a History Channel documentary, but it's inside the game, which is crazy. But I mean, you know, teach yeah. your own. You got some history lessons coming yeah. there. Uh, Stray Blade was a new action RPG that they announced. Oh, it's a brutal action RPG with intense combat and adventurous simulation, oh. adventurous exploration, <clears throat> and it'll be coming out next year. And looks kind of cool. And then Crusader Kings coming to console, and that's about it. So nothing crazy from there, but. They saved the best for the opening live stream where they did announce Jeff Keighley was able to secure the date for Halo Infinite, December 8th, 2021. Cool. Is when it comes. That'll be the single player game. They campaign. wait until the very end. All right. <laughs> Make okay. sure everyone goes through all that content and then have yeah. it at the end. That's right. So it's uh, going to be the single player, it's going to be the multiplayer, and then there's no co op campaign at launch, which is sucks. They're delaying that, and then also Forge. 
I predicted that. Oh, yeah? I kind of predicted that. I have predicted that. There you go. During our E3 predictions. Um, they also announced a new Xbox Elite wireless controller that looks freaking sick. <laughs> I did predict sick. that. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, you did? I did. Yeah. Because originally I said that they were going to delay it, but then I was like, oh, they'll just have it over here. Yeah. Are you trying to show me something? Yeah, I was oh, just showing off the Xbox oh, yeah, Elite yeah, yeah. controller. Yeah. No, it's really cool. Big as shit. Yeah, it's, it's, it, the, it's elite. the Elite. It's like all the tons of controls that you can like program and shit like that. Oh, do all kinds of cool things and cool. It's like the it's like a it's for the pro pros. Oh, the pro pros. Yeah, it's really cool. So, will you play Halo with us when you can get it on PlayStation? Oh, it won't be on PlayStation. Xbox Game Pass. Play it everywhere. Yeah, you can oh, play yeah, it everywhere. True, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you probably can't play it. No, I actually played a good bit of Halo. 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 Um. Uh, with the split screen and all that and multiplayer, yeah, yeah. in the my dorm yeah. room, it was fun. It was well, okay. We might have to do that one night if you don't get it or unable to get it. We will have to do that. Get everybody together and have a land party. It will be alcohol, Jason. Party. Okay, I'll, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Me, you, you Brett, Travis, alcohol. Oh yes, I am down. Have a bunch Done. of cigars. Fucking. That's right. Sounds like good. I'm about to get my gun. girlfriend out for a while. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, girl, you're gonna be. Uh, you need to go away for the yeah. few days. I'll, I'll pay you to leave. No, I'm <laughs> it's gonna be um, hot, steamy, and sweaty men <laughs> playing Galo. <laughs> <laughs> um, they announced a Saints Row reboot arriving in February 2022, which was met with mixed reviews. The uh, it looks cool, That's but weird. it's like weird because it's just not at all. How do you Saints guys Row. feel about that? I just doesn't feel like Saints. It doesn't look like Saints Row. It looks fun, yeah. but I want to know what the actual like gameplay is going to be with it. But uh, they say that there's going to be um, this new city, Santo Eliso, which appears to take inspiration from the American Southwest. And there's three main gangs in the new reboot. Um, and they showed some footage from gameplay. But I'm interested. I never got really sucked into Saints Row. Mm-hmm. It was like for me, like the. The lesser version of GTA, but it did have a lot of character. I mean, it still looks a little wacky. It's the oh, fall yeah. guys of GTA. Uh, yeah. I mean, it still looks a little wacky. Definitely it still has, has a wackiness. serious tone yeah. from what I'm getting, but uh, I don't know. I'm excited. You know, I love St. Rhodes when I was yeah. playing it. So. Did you play all of them? Or? Yeah, I played all of them. Did you play the one that was like Gat Out of Hell where it got like real crazy? Oh, that got fu- I didn't finish <laughs> it, but yeah, I played it. <laughs> I heard that one got real out Saint of control. St. Rhodes 2 is probably my favorite one. Yeah, or three. No, yeah, three. Three okay. was my favorite one. So. Nice. Wow. I tried again to those. It didn't happen. Yeah. Sadly. I mean, all it is is rip off of GTA. But I know. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. Um, Firaxis, the developers of XCOM, are bringing out Marvel's Midnight Suns. It's a strategy mm-hmm. game that's going to be a superpower version of XCOM. And it's going to have uh, Iron Man, Wolverine, Captain America, Captain Marvel, and more coming out in March 2022. And uh, they're going to reveal some gameplay on September 1st of 2021. But it's going to include the Midnight Suns comic series as well as the, what did I say earlier, Runaways and then X-Men and Avengers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, all of those. Yeah. So I don't know much about the Midnight Suns uh, in general, their comic series. I'm not that deep with the the team ups like that. But Ghost Rider's in it. That's right. It's fucking badass. I like that. But I'm not a fan of the XCOM style of strategy thing. Yeah. Have you played any of those kind of games? I watched someone play it whenever yeah. I was deployed to Afghanistan, and I was just like, eh, okay, cool. Yeah. I wish we talked about this game now. <laughs> Sorry, not that one. This one I'm watching right now. Oh, yeah, we can talk about it a little bit. 
Um, so, uh, so Horizon Forbidden West is now officially coming out in 2022. Yeah. So that got delayed. Probably great. I'm very happy about that. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Fine. It's fine. Uh, Legacy or Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga yeah. is finally getting a release date of spring 2022. Just Looks awesome. I, I don't care anymore. I'm very yeah. excited about that. It's going to be great. Uh, more Far Cry 6. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. April O'Neil is going to be a playable character in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yay. New World had <laughs> open beta. Do you throw a camera? I don't know, probably. What? <laughs> um, and then Riders Republic open beta, which we talked about earlier. Seafood gets a trailer. And then Splitgate, which we didn't talk about in the game segment, but I know Austin wants to talk about briefly. We've been playing a lot of Splitgate, and it's Man. really cool. And they announced a season zero with a full blown, um, a full blown, uh, whatchamacallit. Is this game, uh, isn't it still in beta? Yeah. Am I right? Right now. Okay. Right now. Yeah. And it's cross is cross play, um, game as well. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Y'all maybe download cross it play. Me. Yeah, we're gonna play what? soon. <laughs> never. Uh, you I didn't make you download play. shit. <laughs> I, I will play with you. He made me download it. I will. I made him download. I was like, we need to play. But so we this this yet. game basically uh portals meets uh, Halo, Apex Halo. Legend or Halo. Yeah. Okay. Portals. It's and it's Halo. It's exactly Halo with the addition of portals. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they even have so, the same game modes like Team Oddball and Team SWAT it looks and stuff like that. Fun! I was watching you guys play, and it's it, Halo without all the fluff. Oh, That's yeah. the great thing about it. Yeah. Okay. No, it looks extremely fun. I'm ready to. One Travis day play bought it the battle pass. I know. I was, I was wearing the skin. I was like, Travis, where'd you get these skins at? Did you buy the battle pass? He's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I did. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> I mean, I was tempted to do it, dude. I was like, okay, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I can't do it. Yeah. Can't do I spent it. so much money. Mm, on battle passes and <laughs> yeah. Okay, look, Jason, I didn't want to call myself out. <laughs> Sorry. So funny. <laughs> How mad were you that day they discounted the in game stuff? Oh my god. I think I talked about it on the podcast. Oh yeah, you did actually. Never mind. I won't I won't come back on that. <laughs> yes, I was very upset. Yep. Everyone Sorry. heard about it. It happens, yeah. you know. Let's talk to the talk about the game Brett always want to talk about. Uh no, we're not gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about Dokev. <laughs> The creature-catching action-adventure game oh, yeah. from the Black Desert. Oh, this is from the te- people that made Black Desert Online. Oh, no wonder it looks That's so good. That's cool. This game is trippy as shit. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's like you catch creatures, I guess, and you fly around this really beautiful open world and your little, little tiny kid characters, and it's really weird. It's but... Riders Republic meets Pokemon. It's yeah. your favorite game, Brett. It is everything I've I mean, ever wanted. I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to pick this game up, just how visually beautiful it is. Good. You can play with me. Okay, cool. I'm sure you can. Hopefully it is a open world, like... You can run around with each other and do all this. I didn't see uh, like a multiplayer thing, but the trailer was oh, shit. long. I know. But it'd be cool. Do raids together or something. I hope it is. I mean, if it's from Black Desert Online, I would think they would make it somewhat open world. Yeah. It's beautiful. I, uh, yeah. I, can't, understand. Okay, I can't understand it. It's <laughs> all <So> in Japanese. <laughs> it's a you got to be able to play. Creature collecting, yeah. befriend the adorable Dokebi that gains strength from and encourage people's dreams, embark on an adventure. And what I can tell that's different from this from Pokemon, you actually fight the creature as well along with your creatures. Yes. Which that is I out fucking standing because I want to punch it. Pikachu every time I try to catch him. Why would you want to punch Pikachu? He's so cute. Why wouldn't you want to punch Pikachu? He shocks the fuck out of you. You don't want to punch <laughs> him back? So like, I want to punch a Pokemon. That's what I want. It doesn't that's have to fair. be Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be Zubat oh, or the geez. Bellmouth or How something. far do you want to go? You want to start eating them too? They might be a little tasty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they know. Just the Pokemon show won't tell you. They uh, know. That's amazing. 
They're bringing out a Valheim uh, update, Hearth and Home. It's coming out in September. Looks pretty cool. Adding new updates. There's a new park management game coming out called Park Beyond. That looks very exciting and fun. Some of the creators of spicy. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Some of the creators have uh, um, uh, what's that game called? Tropico. That's what it is. There you go. And then a bunch of other things that happen. Anything else y'all want to talk about from this this segment? I'm Everything trying to scroll down, but the computer's messing up. Yeah, you're, you're, I, I thought you were just doing it on purpose, but I, know, okay. I thought so too. Yeah, I think we've covered it. It's pretty. Yeah, it's I pretty think so everything. too. Yeah, it's pretty. Biggest things was like Halo Infinite. Yeah, and then Forza and what are uh, all these other games? No one cares. Rise Republic and no. all that stuff. Yeah, it's great. Dokev, <laughs> it of was course. Dokev. Okay, yeah, Dokev for sure. Mm-hmm. But then uh, that was the only thing that happened. What we else had, happened? We had QuakeCon 2021. We did? <laughs> it was virtual. And as per usual, there wasn't a whole lot to be talked about. Of but course. They did announce Quake Remastered is oh coming out God. for the 25th anniversary. So you it's can not, now play Quake. That's not all they announced. <laughs> what else did they announce? Uh, we'll that keep going beautiful. down this article. I'm sure okay, cool. Um, so the new Quake Remaster is going to include all the original expansion packs and it's going to have local split-screen co-op. There you go. Oh, okay. Co-op, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Online multiplayer for up to eight players with cross-platform play. So that's pretty great. They had some more stuff on Deathloop. They just need to bring that damn game out. I know. Tired of hearing about it. <laughs> it's supposed to drop in September, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Soon. We're getting close. Uh, Fallout 76 announced Fallout Worlds lets users... Uh, construct their own player-created custom worlds, as well as unique adventures in Appalachia with rotating public worlds. That's Austin's favorite game, right? It is, yeah. Oh, he okay. loves it. Yeah, he's he's really into it. You're excited, right? Yeah. Dude, look how excited he is. Um, but, <laughs> but most importantly, the most important update from this is we have the Elder Scrolls Skyrim Anniversary Edition coming out on 11-11-2021. Yay. Now, Austin is going to buy this game. Oh, he is? Yeah. And he's jumping up for joy. Yeah, but it's gonna be on PS4, PC. It's for the 10th anniversary. I mean, who doesn't want to buy this for the 12th release of this game? Maybe 13th. I don't even know. Did they add anything to it? It includes over 500 unique Creation Club content items like quests, dungeons, monsters, weapons, spells, and more. Look at that. And it's like better. It looks better. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Without mods. Okay. And it's funny because somebody made a comment. They were like, why are they putting this out again? And Todd Howard's response was, we'll stop putting it out when y'all stop buying it. You know, he ain't wrong. He's so right. <laughs> He's like, if y'all going to keep buying this People shit, are gonna keep, keep buying it. it out. Who the fuck is buying Skyrim still? Like, oh my I God. I guarantee you a lot of people. I guarantee you Austin's going to buy Look, it. Look, I bought the one... <laughs> That they had the 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 first remake that was going to be super HD and whatever, and it still sucked balls. Like guys, stop buying Skyrim. Stop it. Stop it. This He's game. Look in the mirror tonight. So like, fucking do old. Do not buy this game. <laughs> <laughs> you can get the base game, the first one. I'm sure for like five dollars, and you can mod the fuck. Actually, out of you it. can get it on Game Pass for free. Yeah, but you can't mod the fuck out of that. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. Can you? Yeah. Oh yeah. You can mod it. Show me. Yeah, you can still. Uh, you just use the create the content creation the app thing that they have there. Don't don't use that. Don't use that. <laughs> okay, it's over here like Skyrim Master Race or some shit. I am the Skyrim Master. <laughs> Hell yeah, Race. I am. I just can't believe they release another fucking Skyrim. Like, I want to see numbers for this. 
Okay. Oh, it's going to sell like hotcakes. <laughs> After the fact. I want to see numbers. It's going to sell like hotcakes. I want to know who buys this. I want to track you down and have a conversation with you. I'm going to I'm gonna get this as a gift for uh, Travis for his wedding. That's, that's when he's having his wedding. That would be great. Like, hey, guess right, what? That would be hilarious. That would be awesome. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know what he did? He played Skyrim the other day. I know. I saw that on his he freaking was like, thing. He told me, he's like, I'm done with it. I'm not playing this anymore. I was like, no shit, man. I'm upset with him because he's not playing Ghost of Tsushima. <sighs> Is he not? As far as I know, he's Son not. Well, he bought an uh, Avengers for $40 and hasn't played it since I played it with him. <laughs> what the hell, man? We need to get on him. I know. We got to bring Especially him Especially if we're going it. back into Legends. We need to. Yeah, I know. We need we need some more players. Yeah. It's okay. We got <sighs> Julia. Here we do. Oh, yeah, she'll that's play. Right. I forgot about Julia. Yeah, she'll, she's down to jump back in. I played with her in a while. What was the um, game we played with her with? Uh, shit, goes? what was it? No, there was something else. Can't remember. Oh, all right, all right, um, all right. So, Call of Duty Vanguard has been announced finally. It's funny because we, me and Austin, were talking about it in the last podcast. We're like very surprised <laughs> did. that uh, Call of Duty hasn't been announced yet. Like it should have been announced by now. And literally the day this fucking thing came out, they're like, every "Hey, time, Call of Duty Bad Vanguard, time. here it is." It's like, like the gamers talking about it, release it today. Exactly, oh, they're responding to us, man. Um, it's a post World War II game. Hunting down Hitler's successor. Ooh. You follow a four-person squad and the birth of the special forces. Um, it looks dark, looks gritty. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people aren't very hyped about this. I think it looks amazing, but it's like it's a Call of Duty game. And I think at this point we're so I think we were done with Call of Duty. Like, I mean, it's still popular, people are still playing it, but I think as far as like the like, widespread thing it was, I feel like this is gonna struggle a little bit. I think yeah, I feel the same way. Like Okay, World War Two. Okay, it's a little different, obviously, but Vanguard. I don't fucking care. Like, I mean, you guys need is there to make... an actual story mode to this. Yeah, yeah, it's a full then story campaign where um, the setting. Uh, most of the campaign is at the official end of the war. Hitler is dead. The Nazis have lost, but the Allies learn of a troubling plan called Project Phoenix to somehow facilitate Hitler's successor. Ooh. So the main villain is fictional Heinrich Freisinger. Oh, it looks in, amazing. Yeah, oh, this is just cinematic, but yeah, no, yeah, no. There's a if you pull up a gameplay trail, I mean, it looks oh, it looks incredible. Really like it's the graphics are wow, top notch for sure. I mean, if um, there's an actual storyline, a, a story to it, I'm going to possibly pick it up. Yeah, but not full price. They'll have the full story, and there's still going to be, of course, multiplayer in here, which <sighs> is you know is going to be the selling very point. much Call of Duty. Yeah. And I'm sure there's gonna be an integration with Warzone at some Ooh. point, so you'll have that as well. But um, oh, it does look pretty. Yeah, I mean it's a really good looking game. Some cool shallow depth of field going on in different places. <coughs> a lot of fog effects and everything. I mean it's it's pretty wild. Okay, but yeah. So Call of Duty Vanguard, y'all. It's coming out uh, November fifth. Is when it's coming out. And uh, oh, Warzone is gonna get when this launches a new battle royale map. And a new anti-cheat system. So there you have it. Amazing. Amazing. I know. I still remember uh, Call of Duty 2 back on the console. That was fucking phenomenal. Dude. It was like real, like, you were like, these are the battles that actually took place and you get to be a part of them. And I was like, this is amazing. Oh, I know. And now it's just like, I mean, this is cool. Like, I think the premise is awesome. But yeah, Yeah. it's just like Call of Duty. Yeah. Again. Right. And... What's new? Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm going to play the campaign. Like, oh, yeah, I, no, I've I think never I, not I think played I'll, a campaign, but yeah. I definitely won't get in the multiplayer probably. What the fuck? 
So something that really pisses me off is oh. is uh, Epic God Games. Damn it! Seriously. So they brought out they announced a new mode called oh, yeah. uh, Imposters. It's a social deduction mode in which uh, you have ten players and eight agents try to complete tasks and maintain the bridge while two imposters work to undermine them. Are the you? agents of the Imagine Order have to complete special assignments, which involve activities like repairing the battle bus or calibrating chests, and can win by completing all of them or voting out the imposters. The imposters, meanwhile, want to eliminate agents and take control using special abilities like freezing assignment progress and teleporting all players <laughs> to different locations in order to stay hidden. They also have some assignments to do to blend in, and players can call oh, a quorum man. to vote someone out if they discover a body. I'm sorry. Does this sound familiar? Oh, my God. Can they not come up with something on their fucking own? No, they right? cannot. They took PUBG, but now they're taking fucking Among Us? Yeah, yeah. Are you out of your goddamn mind? It's it's insane. That I'm sorry. I mean, it's a blatant ripoff. Sam and I played a lot of Fortnite. And we mostly played the PVE, Save the World. Yeah. Phenomenal. Outstanding. Building a fort. And that was original. Protecting, yeah, that was original. Why not keep building on to that? Why fucking do that shit? Because it doesn't make money. It's easier to copy. It's copy. See, they're I'm too- about to lose my... Are you serious? They're too big to fail, so they can swallow up these ideas. And I mean, who's going to challenge them? I mean, they, obviously they put their I'm sure there's a little spin on it that makes it where they don't they they can't be sued by the people who made Among Us. Oh my god! At the same time, right, this I think this goes, this goes back to when Epic was trying to t- uh, take on Apple, which yeah. they're still doing right now, and everyone's like, "Oh, good for Epic for trying to you know screw Apple." There's such a big. I was like, I "You have two giants." Just battling each other. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Who fucking cares? And here we are. Now they're just shitting on some other lonely and it's dev. it's a small fucking little company. Too, I know. Among Us, you know? Yeah. Oh, so my the, uh, God. So what's interesting is the Among Us developers, uh, community director Victoria Tran took to Twitter to say, it would have been really, really cool to collaborate. <laughs> just sad indie hours right now. Um, and she met, goes on to say, like, game mechanics are fine. Those shouldn't be gatekept. But at the very even... At the very least, even different themes or terminology makes things more interesting. Um, And they're basically like, you know, they've even... The worst part is they've attempted to contact Epic to collaborate, and they have declined to do anything, and then they just, like, straight up ripped it off. Wow. So... Too big to fail type thing. Yeah. We know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's... That's some bullshit. I know. So I just want to boycott them. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't yeah. done anything no one, with them. Everyone else, it's it's addicting. You I know. know these young kids that are fucking into it. You know, and so sad selling out those V bucks like fucking hotcakes. Anyways, sorry. Hurts my soul, man. Hurts my soul. What, what is this? What is this, Brett? Huh? Um, it's hitting them hard because of all the boyfriend dad and stuff. Plus, it's so weird because. Blah, 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 blah. It feels like powerless. LOL. What's the point of anymore of making our own stories content? Basically, like, why should we make our own stuff if it's just going to get copied over and over again? I mean, the okay, boyfriend so dungeon thing is really big too. So That's here, pretty here's popular. the other side of stuff. Back in the day, um, uh, Steven Spielberg was copying a lot of the shots that uh, fuck. What's his name? Who did birds? Oh, um, Alfred Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock. So Alfred Hitchcock tried to sue Steven Spielberg because he's like, you are using the shots that I have created. And then they came up with a ruling that you can't copy that because anyone could literally do that shot. 
So if it wasn't for that, like, I don't know what movies would be like because a lot of people take other people's ideas and use them for the effect that they generate. Okay. Now, I'm not defending um, Epic for taking this idea. I will say that we want the ability to people build on top of other ideas, but I think there should be some sort of limit to like, okay, you literally copied this and you need to do other things that make it, well, I don't know. I don't even Not want to say significantly it. different, but I mean, I guess it's all about making it your own in a way, but obviously Fortnite is almost, well, I don't want to say direct copy, but Fortnite came about because of PUBG. PUBG. And obviously it made it its own in a way that it is different enough where I, I think that I am okay with it being like that, but at the same time, Everyone knows what Among Us is, and everyone knows that you took that game from them. Like that it's is a, a clearly, different story. It's a clear ripoff. Yeah, it's. I'm. I am. How can you do that? Well, they have all these lawyers, so it's like whatever the fuck they want to do because they got all this money, and that's I the shitty part about it. That. That just, I know. It boggles me. <sighs> so I think we should have the ability. Companies should have the ability to improve on things, but. I guess it gets hairy, like, what's the limit? Where do you go? And yeah. I'm not totally for just being like, oh, this is my game, and I no one can do anything ever with it ever again. We've gotten all these battle royales that have been built on what PUBG has made, which I think is a positive thing. We got yeah. some good games out of it, but sure PUBG's did. still doing decent, you know? Yeah. They're still bringing in, like, I think the beta brought in $7 million. Yeah. Nope. It's not bad. So, um, anyway... All I want to say is just, I mean, they suck. Yes. I hate Epic That's Games. Super Moral of the story? I abandon them. Epic sucks. They're done. They're dead. I don't, I don't use their app anymore. I don't play any of their games. I, I don't even get their free games anymore. I, I don't buy anything. I not Yeah. That's <sighs> crazy. Screw them. All right. So last but not least, we got a Starfield. Uh, so there was some, you can basically sign up somehow to be part of an insider program to get early updates to Starfield. And they released some videos that were like short 50 second like intros into some of the areas that you'll be able to explore in Starfield and they released into this fan base. Well, those got leaked. So not surprising. But uh, in those three videos, they gave us some really interesting details about the lore behind the upcoming space RPG. So of these locations, uh, there is um, uh, there's an area called. Uh, New Atlantis, that's the capital city of the United Colonies, who are the most powerful and established military and political faction in the game. And then there is a place called um, Aquila City, the capital of the Free Star Collective, a loose confederation of three star systems, and a bastion for personal freedom in space. And probably the best, most interesting place is a place called Neon. It's a pleasure city that began as a fishery before the Xeno Fresh Corporation discovered one of the native fish species had psychotropic properties transforming the outpost into a vice city where people come here to get their pleasure their on. on. Yeah. Oh, it pleasure looks like city. Pleasure city, man. <laughs> yeah. So there's some crazy shit in here, but it's kind of interesting to see like what kind of environments we'll be exploring in this. And we still don't know like if it's like fully open world and how that navigation is going to happen, but we see that there's going to be multiple locales that we'll be able to go to in some form or fashion. Um, that's pretty cool and they're very yeah. unique and different so pretty, yeah some cool uh, when is it coming out sometime in the future sometime okay stay tuned 2025 <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, who knows? It's never coming out. It's the I biggest know. gaming Ponzi scheme ever created. No, that's Star Citizen. Okay, you're right. <laughs> uh, although apparently it's playable, but I yeah. don't believe it. So, I know. Yeah. Delayed. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for our new segment this week. If you haven't subscribed to us yet on YouTube, you, should watch, you can watch these discussions and much, much more at youtube.com slash Unigamer. We'll be right back for our discussion topic. You're listening to The Inner Gamer. It is time for a topic of the show. Each week we dive deeper in the world of gaming. And this week we're going to be talking about the most creative art direction in gaming. This basically is going to be all-encompassing of the visual design and aesthetic of a game. So I found this uh, breakdown from Tobias, who is a art director for the team that did SteamWorld. And uh, not SteamWorld. Is it SteamWorld? Yeah, it's SteamWorld. SteamWorld. Yep, SteamWorld Heist. And he said that his role as an art director is to lead the process of creating the graphics theme and style of the game together with the art team. During the development, they make sure that the style and consistency of all art, animation, and UI elements match the goals for the game. So it basically creates a unifying art aesthetic and style throughout every aspect of it, from the first opening screen to the end credits to the user interface design to... Just everything that you see visually on screen is what the art direction entails. So, yeah, character designs, all that stuff. It's great. So, so a game. The game. So a game, yeah. <laughs> it but looks pretty. We're not talking about story. <laughs> yeah. There's no story or anything uh, like that yeah, in right, here. Right. You know, no, no talk about gameplay mechanics. Um, that's not part of the art direction. It's all about the visuals. Visuals. I like Unless it. Unless it's a silent game. Then you know, or a, a, a not silent game. Sorry, a black and white game where there's like no. There's that one game that you like only use like your audio senses, mm. your your uh, you know sound to play. So you have to like listen to things to move your character around in the oh. game. But it's all black. Have y'all played the Daredevil game? No, it's in first person. It's no. all black and you sound really. I'm fucking with you, no. Uh, that'd be great, though. It'd be good. <laughs> it's like just this game, but yes, I know what Brett's talking about. They should yeah. make that the game, game the Daredevil game. Is real. Just all black, yeah. nothing. Well, you hear sound. So just, yeah. just, <laughs> moving on. Anyway, so D-Rail. we all have three games that we've chosen, and we're going to explain what those games are. Not in any particular order, yeah. of course, but oh. we're going to go through those games and uh, just, you know, kind of celebrate... Beautiful art direction in video games. Now, these can come from any generation. It could be dating back to the NES or as close to recent times as, you know, freaking Black Panther, War for Wakanda, if you want to choose to throw that in there. So there's all these different options available to you, and that's what we're going to go through. So we're going to start with Austin and let him introduce to us his first game on his list. Why do I have to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay, I'll go first. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So my first game is Cuphead, and although I never played Cuphead, like every time I see that game, I'm just blown away that those people took the time to draw out all this old-timey uh, cartoon-style uh, animations and actually animate them. And yeah, every time I see the game, I'm just blown away by it. I probably should play it. Uh, it just didn't really appeal to me, and that kind of like that that cartoon. Uh, nostalgia doesn't appeal to me either, but I mean, I always hear good things about Cuphead. Dude, it's hard as shit. Yeah, it's yeah, so that hard. Too. I, I want to play it, but that's what I hear. Yeah, but yeah, so Cuphead definitely the art direction there is amazing, and everything that goes into that game is also phenomenal. Yeah. So, 
they did like old school animation with this too, where like they literally like keyframed everything and like yeah. did it like yeah. super slow. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. It's I don't know why they would succumb themselves to that level of <laughs> stress, but it's crazy. It happens. It's very cool though. It's a very beautiful game. Awesome. So who's next? All right, well, I'll go next. Oh, okay. So my game is going to be very clearly. I'm sure nobody is is uh, surprised by this one, but Ghost of Tsushima. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, gotta love it, man. Gotta love it. I See, feel that like, was definitely on my list, and I was like, it's just too obvious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like, for me, it's like... one I picked. <laughs> it's like the most de facto, but that's good. We'll be able to like, talk about okay, our let's different talk thoughts. About you know? it. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, for me, it's like the most... It's like the standard. Like, this is like the, the, the pinnacle of quality, beautiful art direction. Because this game is all about art direction. And of course, gameplay. Like, you know, gameplay is really solid in here. But, like, well, they use a lot of the art for the gameplay, anyways. That's true. The wind, the the animals, and all that. Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. Mm. Art direction as a gameplay mechanic. It's very, very clever, Mm. very forward thinking. And that's why they took away everything off the HUD, anyways, and no mini map. So you can get the full visual of Ghost of Shushima in the world that it's in. That's right. Yeah. And all the colors and everything. I haven't, I want to get myself into trying the black and white mode. But it's just hard because like the colors are just so beautiful. I know, and pretty. Yeah. I'm like, I couldn't do it. You I told you love this. I, I did it for like the first mission. I was just like, I, I don't want to do it anymore because I miss, I miss those colors. I, I love it so much. Yeah. It's so beautiful. You know, just I told y'all before. Like I would not take the horse anywhere. I walk everywhere and just I can feel it all. Just Still blows my by mind watching it. So yeah, you're like a nomad traveler that just walks around. No, yeah. this massive island. Yeah, but even, even the new DLC is way better than the original island. I mean, you have the animals running around. You have little baboons, baboons, and you have how deer. how just different the map can be. So small that that new island, Iki Island, can be so small, but it still feels so big because how different the environment is around. Right. So, well, I love the uh, going to the um, when you're playing Iki Island, you go to the first um, the camp that you go to, and it's like all this white rock. That's everywhere. Like that was just really neat to see amongst like the really bright blue water in the distance. Oh, I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh. It's yeah. like looks like something in like the Mediterranean or whatever. It's very like beautiful coastal lines. Maybe and, want to go to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. And then the uh the part where like you're finding the glowing water as you're like trying to well, oh, there's one part you're finding glowing oh, water to get this so cave. Beautiful. Yeah, it was just like oh, I mean, just man. the light rays and like the the lighting that bounces off all the different things and how you're using the uh, flaming arrows like light up a room and how it just like goes from like pitch black darkness to, like illuminating all this like stuff inside this space I was like oh my god this is so cool and then all the costumes and stuff like that are just immaculate and oh yes beautifully designed and just full of so much character and all the costumes are very like detailed too oh yeah you know yeah it's a lovely game and just like the pinnacle of beautiful art and design and I love it Every bit of it. It's great. Even the menu is great. Like, just navigating through that menu, it's so easy. Just like, zoom in, see things, just like, oh. Are you coming right now? Fred is having a little orgasm. I know oh, I love the game, but not that much. Jesus. To hear more of this content, it's got to be OnlyFans. <laughs> OnlyFans. <laughs> Get a picture of his butthole and him jerking off to Ghost of Shushima. <laughs> Stay tuned for the loopers. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. 
Um, yeah, so that's mine. So Jason, you can just like elaborate on yours. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> you no, said I'll, everything. I'll go into my second one. You said everything. You you hit Ghost of Tsushima very well. I mean, it, oh, thank you. Playing that game is just visually stunning, and I think that's why I play it so much is because I get lost in this world, and no. I think that's what I appreciate from it. But another game that I get super lost into, and, and it's because of the visuals, is Control. Mm. Control is just wow. How the style. It's very mysterious, and they keep the visuals to that. And then the creatures that come out, they're very unique, and I, I can feel every motion, along with the gunplay as well. I know we say we're not talking about yeah, you're good. You're good. that, but the artwork that changes with the gun as you switch into different modes is phenomenal. You can see it happening. You can see all the details in that, and I think that game should most definitely be on this list that we're doing because I think visually... Uh, the powers, the enemies, the environment around you, even though you're located in a, a building that changes over time, it's just visually beautiful in my eyes. Yeah. So, and like, and I think that's a key thing that about this topic is that you can actually dive into it and get lost into this world and how yeah. drastically this game changes from, hey, I'm in an office and all of a sudden, fucking shits around me and it's going crazy it just i can feel everything of it yeah so that's another game that the use of i mean just like you know this is pull up inside right now but like just like an inside their use of like color mm-hmm. with the red and yes. how it's like this neutral like um you know color palette and all of a sudden you just got these pops of red everywhere that mm-hmm. just had all this like creepy like just i don't know sense of anxiety and anxiousness i guess uh, it's just really, really cool. Yeah, it really, see. it really sets the tone and it hits you in certain ways that you weren't expecting. Yeah. really. So, yeah, it's a, it's a really good one. I still need to go back and beat it. Um, I never finished you it. Beat no, it? I know it's, it's bad. I because I, I took so long. Like, I took a break from it when it was on PS4 because it just was Dear like God, slow I to load. You, you know what I mean? And then now that it's on PS5 and I got the upgrades, I need to jump back into it and actually like go through it. I hate you. Um, Wait, you never beat Control? I also never beat it. Awesome. Yeah, did started you, how much did you play? Not long. Yeah. Um, no, I need to get back into it. Look, look at that. Look at that. Just fuck. Like, like you're this in type office. right here. Yeah. Like, type you're pops in up. Office, like, and then you fucking oh. walk into death. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta talk about type. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking awesome, it's man. Bread, spread butter right there. That's right. Uh, yes. I mean, it's just a, like a super basic like typeface like all across the board. <laughs> I mean, that like very simple health bar at the bottom. I mean, it's just like yeah. Just nothing, nothing, no bullshit. It's just there. Yeah, it's great. Look at that. Oh my god! And, and like, just how those like, like weird like effects whenever you like start blowing them up and it yeah. like creates those streaks in the in the sky and the over the shoulder with the gun and you see it whenever you change to a different mode. You see the gun change as well. Yeah, I, I find that just very awesome and phenomenal. Right. So, man, such a good game. <clears throat> oh, this game. All right. All right. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, no, now. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Subscribe to our OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. OnlyFans. We're going to do oh a lot of crazy gosh. shit. All right, Austin. What do you got? So, the second one is Inside, which is the creators of Limbo. And I really like how they take this kind of basically side scrolling game and give it a bunch of depth and the way that they mute colors and, and, and have all these like kind of open areas like the one we're watching right now. You're swimming around like. Like Brett said, this is like this really ominous feeling. And I like the simplicity to all of it because really all of it is very simplistic. And they just carry that throughout the game. And I think it gets a little brighter as you go forward and 
There's just like really weird, interesting concepts that kind of blow my mind. Well, I mean, the visual of, of it, it you can feel it all. Yeah. It's more than just looking at it. It's just like... And even though it's like simplistic mm-hmm. and it's just, it makes everything come alive and you feel really entrenched in what's going on in the world. And I just spoiled this for bread. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. I like the so, haziness to everything. Right. Mm-hmm. This is this like hazy what, fog What was everywhere. that other game that was kind of like this? Uh, nightmares? Little Nightmares? Limbo. Oh, Little Nightmares, yeah. Oh, Little Nightmares, yeah, yeah Oh, yeah. Limbo, that's the main one I was thinking of. That's the one that's just yeah, like that's this. The first one I did. I did beat that one. That was fun. Yeah. So, like, there's not a lot of colors, not a lot of light. It's very, like, noir-esque. And, yeah, um, noir. There's a lot of shadows and stuff throughout the game and obviously a bunch of puzzles and stuff, but, you know. Oh, God, you're going to die. Anyway. It's very interesting. Great game. Apparently, this playthrough is only an hour and uh, like two hours. It took, it took me like three or four hours. I thought it was know. longer than that. It is. It feels forever because yeah. you're just a little kid in this world. Anyway, I don't need to talk about the game that much, <laughs> but yeah, definitely worth playing if you haven't played it yet. Inside. See the inside. Cool. So, what's next? Brett's choice. <laughs> <is>. Brett's choice. <laughs> Brett has no idea what's going on. I do. I swear uh, to God, if you pick this one, I'm going to punch you. Bioshock Infinite. Okay. okay. Is that yours? No. No? All right. Bioshock Infinite is my next pick. So this is a game that came out a while back ago. I mean, I'm sure everybody played the original Bioshock. I almost picked that one. But Bioshock Infinite did something that I thought was really fascinating and that this is set in like 1912 and it's like at the turn of the, uh, the Industrial Revolution and it's this like sense of... I just... I love period pieces, like, like old timey like just style and aesthetic and stuff like that and the fact that they took that design of like the early 1900s and brought it up in the sky and built this whole like fantastical like world up in the sky called columbia that was meant to be this big huge awesome amazing thing that was just like full of crazy people and from like the ui with all the old school like classic typography and stuff like that again i'm a typography nut but um beautiful typography everywhere like awesome uh environments like from like skating around on these like freaking like roller coaster kind of things from like island to island inside Mm -hmm. there and just there's there's so much detail and depth to the the environment that for a game of its time like was very very well thought out and just i mean added so much I just, every time I walk into a space, I'm just like, I want to look at all these things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm being chased by somebody. I'm like, okay, let me kill all these guys. And I'm going to start just looking around. You just and want see to what explore. Pieces are here, mm-hmm. yeah, like to just learn about. And a lot of the stuff, too, there's a lot of environmental um, storytelling in a way where it's like you have like signage or messaging in different areas that kind of give you an idea more into like, the era that you're in. So kind of like in Bioshock where like when you went into different places, it was like, oh yeah, you know, it's like New Year's Eve and like here's a sign of this and a sign of that. And in this of this game, it's like the same kind of deal where there's like, it was during some kind of an event. I forgot what event it was, but um, there's an event happening and you are, like you can see all the decoration leading up to that. Um, it's just a really clever, cool design. And just like from the, the powers too, which like this is one of the first games that gave you like, you're a first person shooter you're playing with the first run shooter, but you also have these cool powers you can use to your abilities, which are a lot of fun. Just the visual, visual aesthetic of all those pieces um, was like amazing to see. Man, can I want to so, play this again? 
Oh, right? same, dude. I think I played it like four different times. I love this game. Yeah. It is so good. This was it's the just, first Bioshock I ever played. Really? Oh, that's did great. Did you go back to the original one? Oh, I did. I yeah. bought the uh, pack. I loved the oh, first yeah. one. The second one, I was just like, yeah, I didn't finish. But Yeah, the second one wasn't as good because that was this a different one, team that developed that one. Yeah, this one I highly enjoyed. It was just, like you said, visually beautiful. And then just the AI mechanic with uh, Elizabeth was fucking phenomenal. She was constantly on top of everything. and it, She it wasn't was useless. No, she was Which, not like, useless Sometimes at all. it can be like a nuisance, but yeah. But the ending, guys, the ending. Oh, the ending. So good. That's so, so fucked up. Good. <laughs> no spoilers, but. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Look at that. Freaking lightning and mm-hmm. shit. Like, shooting out your guns. I love like one of the bee mechanic, the plasma oh, that they yeah, have, the bees good. and shit yeah. you throw out there. I don't know if that was in this one too, but I know it was in the first Bioshock. But I think it was in this one. A ton of really cool powers you could use. Gosh, so. Do you a gun? Yeah. A loaded know, gun. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like. The AI, it was on point with her. I can't wait to see what Ken Levine's working on next because he's he's been working on something for a very long time with a smaller team, mm. and they're supposed to be bringing something out, but we still don't know at all what it is. So funny story about this game. Um, I had a coworker back in the day when this game was being developed and all that, and he's just like, "Hobbs, you're you're into video games, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's just like, "Well, my friend, he's a he's a writer on this game called Bioshock." Ah. or something like that. I was like, what? I was just like, yeah. I was just like, oh my God. That's amazing. Um, you so, got to talk to him? No, I didn't get a chance to talk to him. Oh, damn. So, yeah. So, but what's yours? My turn? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Go over Jason. I changed it just a while ago because after watching some stuff and I, I realized how much I love this game because of the visuals and that is Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart. Ooh. That's a good one. Yeah. That one really showed the full potential of the PS5 with the controller and everything else. And they actually opened the world with Ratchet and Clank with, uh, made it more, I wouldn't say sandboxy, but certain areas were more open. And I wanted to explore more because of the visuals. And along with that, with the weapon play, it, it was just, and so many enemies on the board, and they were all so super, in my eyes, super unique. It was just so beautiful. And the missions that dealt with Clank doing his own thing. I just him going into what what was it his uh, mental state of uh, dealing with the other clanks accomplishing? Uh, I forgot what yeah. that was called. Yeah, I can't yes. remember what it was called, but it was just visually just like outstanding. It, it it I just loved every part of this game, and I love and I I'm currently replaying it. I need to jump back into it. Well, I'm doing how, the, many, uh, how many games you replay? Man? I know I'm doing the new game plus, which you get oh, better okay. weapons, and uh, they called Omega Mode, and they are fucking devastating. But along with that, and I love the uh, pixelator gun. Yeah, yeah. it's just like so a shotgun because cool. you shoot them when they turn in these pixels. It's just I love the sound of the controller yeah, too. Yes, it's I phenomenal. never got the pixel gun. Yeah, you got it with the pre-order. But if you do the new game plus, you'll get it as well. Oh, I see, I see. So, so you get it not everyone was missing out if you didn't pre-order it. But just visually, the game was phenomenal. The enemies were very unique. Um, and just like, just the gunplay of shooting and stuff with the electricity one. I can't remember what that gun was called, but oh my God. Uh, the electricity one was The so electricity good. one was sick as shit. Yeah, I use I that just, one all the time. Yes, and then this that one right shot. here, the uh, Omega Ray gun. Oh my god! It just yeah. looked so beautiful, and I was so I was enjoying this game so much. And I had uh, Sam's cousin's uh, boyfriend over, and I was like, "Yeah, I have Ratchet and Clank on the PS5." And he started playing, and he's just like, "I'm gonna go buy a PS5." I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god! Good luck!" He's just like, "I I want it now. I want it now." 
And I was just like, yeah, I mean, it, he's like, it's so beautiful. It's just, it, it's seamless too. And it's just, I, that's the only thing I'd say. You know, it's really hard is just like watching it on like a YouTube video because mm-hmm. it just like looks yeah, not as good. It, it, yeah, it, I mean, lot. it's all 1080p or whatever, but mm-hmm. like, man, freaking watching it like 4K. I, oh, God. It's, it's so, so amazing. Good. It's great. Well, if you're watching it 4K, it's going to look amazing, but 1080p is not going to do justice. Obviously. Yeah. And plus the details that they did with Ratchet and uh, what, what's her name? Rivet. 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 And you can see the fur and everything. You can oh, really it's fantastic. Yeah, it's those cutscenes were like Pixar. Yeah, it's like Pixar quality stuff. And I, I just, I loved every moment of it. And I want to play this game I, nonstop every day. Hell yeah. I might right. go with the, this is a game I might go back and replay at some point in the new game. Do plus. the new like, game plus, dude. Yeah. It's, it's worth it, to be honest. Wait for that DLC, though. <laughs> I made the mistake is of a, oh, there might be. Why not? Yeah. There should be. But I'm, I'm what I'm hoping for from this is like with the new game plus is fun because the story is super short. That's its only downfall. It is super short. I beat it really quick and I kind of yeah, it's fun to do the new game plus. I know I'm getting into a way off topic, but I mean, it's still fun to replay it again. Uh, that's what I get from it. I can play this game over and over again. Yeah. Still have a good time. Hell yeah. So Good shit. Nice. All right, on to mine. My final awesome. one is Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild to no one's surprise. Not surprised. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, obviously it was kind of something new for Zelda, so going into a world like this was really awesome in the way they have just colors, and it's almost like Ghost of Tsushima, but for Legend of Zelda. Yeah. So less it was quality, awesome to, yes. yeah, definitely less quality. Well, this game actually, like, really laid down a good foundation for this style. I mean, look at Immortals Phoenix Rising. It yeah. that game's stunning and beautiful, but it would never, to me, be at this, at that point without Zelda. Mm. So, sorry, I agree with that. <laughs> sorry to those who like that game. No, no I don't. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, I like how they have this kind of sh- cell shadedness to it in a way, but it, I mean, obviously, it's three D and it feels like that. Mm. Unlike other cell shaded games, um, I guess like Borderlands, kind of cell shaded in a way. Less so in this last one, but I don't know. I like the colors. I like everything about it. I like the way just everything's laid out. I, I guess really the cell shadedness is like this new interesting look for Zelda in a way. I guess outside of uh, what is it, Wind Waker it was more kind of like less. Let me pull up a video because I think that would be be a better comparison for us. I'll try to put one in the video for everybody. Okay. If this well, is a video. To me, Zelda has improved over time after each game to improve on. The artwork. So I, I mean, you can always say this is an inspiration from Wind Winker, I guess, because yeah. it's kind of got that low. I don't know. I don't say low quality, low poly, maybe. Yeah, this one I feel it's this one's very. What do they call it? Chibi or whatever? Chibi oh, okay. design yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I think it's, uh, yeah, it's like some kind of art style. That's like yeah, it's chibi. More cutesy looking like characters. Oh, I see. Yeah, but I mean, Breath of Wild definitely is more. What about um, the other one? I mean, it's harsh um, shadows that they're using yeah. with instead of like, you know, soft, you know, gradations in mm-hmm. the, the shadowing and stuff on the character. It's just like you have just lines mm-hmm. that have color, like color, different color lines that represent the shadow, which is very interesting. And then everything they beautiful. use with the the, uh, the Sheikah phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I played it all the way up to the point. I defeat all the beasts and I had Ganon left and I stopped playing. Oh. Just, just didn't want to end it. I guess so. 
I mean, the things that they do with this this Sheikah slate that you get to use for all the powers and stuff, I mean, I think that's awesome. They use mm-hmm. colors to kind of divide the powers and kind of to their elements in a way, and it's, like, yeah. easy to kind of understand and use, and, like, things will happen in the world that allows you to, like, use the abilities, and it's like, okay, I know which one to use, and so yeah. they take these cues to help you understand the game, and, I mean, I think a lot of games obviously do that, use color and stuff, and but... I don't know. Obviously, I like Zelda in general, so it's hard for me to hate this game. This is the first Zelda game I ever played. Really? Yeah. Oh, hey, I always it's a good one, man. Play, it's a good one. Um, Ocarina of Time. And I thought that one had some pretty good artwork in it, but oh I yeah, just, oh yeah. My mom would never buy it for me. So. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Did you even have a Nintendo? I had a Nintendo, but she would never purchase it. And every time I would go to Blockbuster and rent it, it was already out. Oh my gosh! So yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Yeah, the shell cell shading, they say they also call it tune style, mm. which is interesting. Wow. That's, a, that's an old terminology. Yeah. But it's pretty beautiful. I mean, it's definitely... I wish the game had more in the world. Right. And I would have played it more. Right. It just felt empty to me. Yeah. But that's a contested opinion because most people love this game. I know. I'm that <laughs> I weird mean, person watch that did not. Look, you go off on a on, on a mountain and look into the sunset and you don't tell me that is something beautiful to look oh, at. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Screenshot worthy for sure. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. That's my third one. But you know what? It's really beautiful <laughs> for my third. Test drive unlimited. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Mass Effect. Yeah. That's my, my go-to. But it's really... Number three. Uh, are you hating on me right now? A little bit. Are you hating on me right what? now? Why are you, you hating on Mass Effect? I'm not hating. I mean, the freaking art direction of this game is incredible. Mass Effect 1 or better? Mass Effect Trilogy? Let's go 3. 3? But uh, specifically, okay. just because that was where it like okay. really pushed it to the uh, edge. I mean, they like captured space unlike any game that's ever been able to capture space, man. I mean, this shit's crazy. <laughs> they, created, they created brand new races and stuff you've never seen before. Look at that, Jason. Look at it. Look at that. Holographic shit. It's like freaking Star Trek, but better. I got one that's better than this. Oh, that deals with space. You. All right. And well, you gonna, is that going to be your second, third one? It wasn't, but now it will be. Just some <laughs> shit on this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you ever play it at all? Yeah. It took over my life. That's why I stopped See? playing that's it. that's right. Oh See, it's God. great. <laughs> but, I mean, it's like, I mean, it's not like, you know, visually it's like realistic stuff and everything, but the amount of, like, create, that's, I want Starfield to be to the level of this as far as, like, world building. And like the yeah, yeah. every planet had a different, unique look to it that I really liked, and it was just so, so cool and interesting and different. And like the races were so, I mean, they're all like, you know, stand on two feet and you know have heads and whatnot. But their whole like backstory and like the way about their their way that they live their lives and the things they did, the ship designs, like all these different things that happened in this game were just absolutely beautiful. I mean, like this right here, freaking Lusa man, his like freaking crazy screen thing that Hollow he's sitting screens, inside of. Yeah. It's just like, what is this? And the beauty of the Citadel, the Normandy, like all these places that you travel to were just like so cool to to witness and encounter. And um, yeah, for me, that was, that was definitely a sign of quality I mean, art good, direction. Yeah, it's a good it's a good choice. But what's a better space one, Tra- or whoever you are? <laughs> I almost called you Travis for a second. I almost called you Travis. Because usually, usually it's Travis is always the one that's like, and I don't really care about Dragon Age. <laughs> Dragon Age? What are you talking about, by the way? So Dragon far, Age? a good space one is probably Returnal. Yeah. 
Eh. I haven't played it yet, so I can't complain. Oh but, my! Yeah. I thought you did. Uh, no, I haven't played it yet. Yeah, too, it it scares me. It's hard. Oh yeah, but no, visually, yes. Hard. I mean, like the visually, visually it's it like phenomenal and beautiful, and the creatures that come out and like shoot a bunch of balls at you and shit. It feels like just chaos and panic. It feels deadly. Everything in there can kill me. I don't like that. It makes me and uncomfortable. And it's just yeah, it might make you. <laughs> that's the whole point. I know. <laughs> I think visually this game is phenomenal. Yes, it is so goddamn difficult. Yeah. And I wish they had a mode where there's checkpoints so I can actually finish the storyline because mm-hmm. it was very interesting. Right. But the details with picking up a parasite and attaching it onto your body, you can see that parasite go and like go into your skin, well, into your suit and actually give you abilities or take away abilities. It was phenomenal. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And everything else is just each time you go in there's something different you know if you die the whole whole uh map changes completely i feel like this one visually is breathtaking and beautiful my original one was red dead redemption 2 because mm. i think that one really hit on a lot of points but this one takes that one and since you mentioned space shit as you see with the parasites on her on her left side all over her all over her body is you I can one- see it move and just like yeah. I haven't even got to that part. And, like, it's just... The colors and stuff the colors are, just, so like, really bright, awesome. Yeah. so beautiful. And fighting the creatures, that that right there is just visually outstanding. Yeah. I mean, this game, yes, is so difficult, but it's so beautiful in my eyes. Yeah. <clears throat> there was a time I just had a bunch of parasites on me. Like, <laughs> all just, limbs. Just, I'm serious, all limbs. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no part of me that wasn't covered in parasites. Mm-hmm. Game stresses me out. And then I die. Videos of it. Yeah, I mean, look at look at her running around. She has parasites cool. all over. And like the doors, look at it. It's just yeah. I will it say feels like eerie as shit. Yeah, no, it, I mean it, it's a really good looking game. I need to play this and try it out. But I'm just I don't know. It's just not my game. That's it a problem. I need to watch like a YouTube video of yeah. somebody that's like playing through it or whatever. That's what probably. I have to do because I can't I can't beat it. Yeah, there's no fucking way. I do love it's the menu design game. and stuff yeah. though. And then after like my whole incident with the fucking gang crashing on me and not letting me move forward and I have to restart my oh cycle my over and over gosh. again. And had to e- I got so mad I emailed the company about it. I was just yeah. like, That's right. That's right. I That's what us. am I supposed to do? No this fall is, damage? I'm the last boss. She's in the water right now. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so there's um I guess one honorable mention I do wanna make point of oh. is uh Oh. I will say, as much as I don't like the game sometimes, I do think some of the best art direction I've seen in a game is probably Destiny 2. Mm. I mean, the visuals in that game are like, bar none, like, I mean, just walking, I mean, every, like, whenever, what was that one that they brought out with the the red color scheme throughout the whole expansion? The big, huge red um, tower thing that was there. uh, uh, God dang it, what is it? Came out last year. Yeah. Expansions. Oh, I can't think of it. Dying uh, red keep. No, no. Th- I mean it is the red keep, but it was something different. Oh yeah, you're right. That was that was close. Um, oh my god. Yeah, Shadow keep. Shadow, Shadow keep. keep. Yeah. Shadow keep. Like that was just when I saw that, I was like, oh my god. I gotta play this, this game. Looks incredible, with all the color and stuff like that, and the the beautiful just like, yeah, the environment design is like pretty bomb. Like mm-hmm. architectural design, environment design. Like it's oh it's yeah, really good. oh yeah. 
So maybe I should change mine from Mass Effect to like Destiny 2 or something. <laughs> I feel like Destiny is a, a, a good one. It's like master class and it's art direction. Nice. Yeah. Game may have some work, but yeah. art direction is pretty good. I could actually go back true. to Destiny and play it, to be honest. Damn. I, I enjoyed Destiny. It, it, it had its issues, but like the first one I loved. The second one I loved, but I just didn't finish it because... Ask Travis to join you. Yeah, I probably should. Because <laughs> I, <don't> <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got super hooked on Destiny. Can I be on that like conversation? No, that phone call. Yeah. <laughs> I'll ask him. Oh my well, we goodness! We call him right after this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do That's it right, right now. Yeah. Let's do a live broadcast. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm serious. I'm oh, he's going to do right it. Now. Are you serious? Yeah. Why not? Oh my god. Okay. Throw him on. We're calling We're Travis. doing it live, y'all. We're doing it live doing with, it with live. Travis. Make sure you don't tell him. Look at this. Look at this. What the fuck? What are you? What are you? What are you doing? We're playing Dead by Daylight. Okay. Oh, of course you are. Hey, you want to? You want to play Destiny? What? You want to play Destiny? Destiny? No. <laughs> Jason wants you to play Destiny. I want with you to him. play Destiny with me. I don't, I don't even have it downloaded. Oh well, my god. Download it. <laughs> I'm still on the hook. Why am I still on the hook? Alright. <laughs> Bye, buddy. This isn't going the way we wanted it to. No, it's not. <laughs> Bye. He's <laughs> <laughs> hung up on him. Like, fuck you, Okay, I asked him the other day because I saw the new DLC came out and he was like, fuck Destiny. <laughs> oh That's about right. I have it. I have it on my PS5. Oh, is it on too. Game Pass yet? Uh, I mean, it's on Game Pass. So I wonder if it's on Game Pass for PC yet because I know that was delayed. I don't think it is. But if it is, that would be a great place to play it because it's like you don't pay for it. Hmm. Wait, I think it's pay for the DLC. No, you don't. It's no. included, yeah. Oh, shit. I got it yeah. through the PS Plus because it was free one month. But the expansions? No, not the expansions, but, you know. Yeah, the yeah that makes sense. Anyway. All right, so that's our amazing look at Art Direction video games. As mm-hmm. as we know, Next Generation is going to bring a lot of beautiful, awesome games, as we've seen with Returnal and Ratchet and & Clank, a few that were mentioned during this time. Uh, we can't wait to see what new things we have in line for the next generation of gaming. I mean, like, we got Horizon in the future coming right. up. I mean, that's yeah. going to be amazing. So um, whatever else comes out very soon. I mean, New World, <laughs> yeah. Great. It's not that great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Battlefield 2042, I mean, yes. Anyway, but what games do you find that have some of the best art direction? Share that with us in our Discord channel. You can share that link in the show notes. And if you have a topic you want to hear us discuss in the future, you can send us a message at theinnergamer.net or pop in that Discord. So drop us a line, let us know. We'd be happy to talk about it. We're going to take a quick break and come back with our upcoming video game releases. Woo! BRB. You're listening to The Inner Gamer. Looking forward to the next few weeks and the previous week, for which I forgot to add a game into the list. Um, here's what we got coming up. But first, I'm going to talk about our Xbox games for September. So if you're an Xbox Games with Gold member, you can get the following games for free during the month of September. That is Warhammer Chaos Bane. Mulaka, Zone of the Enders HD Collection, oh. and Samurai Showdown 2, the latter, oh. the last two being uh, Xbox 360 titles, the first two being Xbox One titles. So there you have it. If you're on Xbox, you get those games. Very cool. Chaos Bane sounds cool. 
Um, and then we forgot to mention that already released as of this recording, uh, Psychonauts 2 came out on August 25th on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. In this game, you combine quirky missions and mysterious conspiracies. Psychonauts 2 is a platform adventure game with cinematic style and tons of customizable psychic powers. And as we enter into September, I'm going to have Austin lead us off with the next game in yeah. September. And the first one is Lake, coming out on first to Xbox, Xbox One, and PC. It's 1986. Meredith Weiss takes a break from her career in the big city to deliver mail in her hometown. How amazing. <laughs> I'm actually really hyped for this game. I'm sorry. So. I'm so sorry. What? <laughs> How will she experience two weeks in beautiful Providence Oaks with its iconic lake and quirky community? And what will she do next? It's up to you. What is this game? <laughs> this game is going to be so good, okay? Look it up. Look it up, y'all. I think it's an Annapurna game. So Just the way that it breaks down is yeah. hilarious. No <laughs> She's taking a break from her career in the big city to deliver mail. <laughs> I mean... Hell of a game. Wow. Well, now I can see how that could actually lead into something. It's very exciting. I'm going to start my own podcast, talk about Lake. Sorry. I think it'll be cool. It's ludicrous. Um, uh, It's actually very similar to this next game we have coming out in September. On September 10th, we have Life is Strange Two Colors on all platforms. Alex Chen hides her curse, the psychic power of empathy, the ability to absorb the emotions of others. When her brother dies in a so called accident, Alex must embrace her power to find the truth. Might be cool. Might be cool. Yeah. That's weird. Are you going to get it? You gonna play uh, it? Probably, yeah. Nice. I like Life is Strange. Yeah, it's fun. Life is Strange is good. Uh, this won't be as good as the other one because I like, like the characters of the other one really, really well. But, you know, I don't know. Let's see what happens. And this next game is the one we've all been waiting for. WarriorWare, get it together. Coming out on the 10th on the Switch. Take over. Take on over 200 and... Wait. <laughs> take, take on over 200 quick and quirky micro games. Take it. Take it. No, you, you take, take it. it. I take it. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> Lightning fast mini games filled with frantic fun solo and with a friend. Does that make sense? All right, cool. Solo or with a friend. Oh, or with a friend. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to take it back? Yeah, take it back. <laughs> his latest airbrain business scheme goes awry. Warrior must use his signature style and smell to fix it. How? <laughs> <laughs> By playing a twisted collection micro games, of course, uh, from assembling a robot to pulling out a statue, a statue's armpit hair and warrior wear, get it together, game in a comedic cooperative micro game mashup. I need to play Somehow this game. Somehow there's some words that are missing. Because what the fuck <laughs> was that? <laughs> what game? I what copy game and pasted. This is WarioWare. This is like a really big game. It's like a bunch of crazy weird mini games. It's like basically Mario Party, but with just the mini games. Oh, I've seen trailers. And you do all of kinds it. of like stupid shit, and apparently it's like really, really popular. Sorry, I didn't know how far you wanted me to read that, and I can't no, read it. Fine. It's so tiny. It's You're fine. Tiny. It's okay. And missing words. No. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Last but not least, on the fourteenth of September, we have finally, finally, we'll stop seeing trailers for this. Deathloop is here on PS5 and PC. This is a game in which it's a next-gen FPS from Arcane Leon, the award-winning studio behind Dishonored. In Deathloop, two rival assassins are trapped in a mysterious time loop on the island of Black Reef, doomed to repeat the same day for eternity. Forever. Forever. Ever. Forever, ever, forever. Yeah, I'm getting it. I'm playing on getting it. Yeah, I'm going to get it. Okay. Yeah, you going to get it? I don't know. I'll get something. (laughs) 
All right, everybody. I gotta that's, get Warrior Wear first, okay? That's right, you do. Yeah, I got you down. I'll be playing $60. that game. $60. So that be great. All right, everybody. That's going to wrap up our show this week. Be sure and check us out in two Tuesdays from now for your favorite video game podcast. If you like what you hear, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to join us at twitch.tv slash gamercast each and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Time. And thanks, for Jason, for being here this week. That's right. Thank, Thank you, Jason, for being here. It's been a pleasure. Where can we find you and your podcast? Oh, you can find us at Skip Rent by Podcast at Facebook, uh, our Gmail, uh, our Twitter, our Instagram, uh, Anchor, and uh, please leave us a voicemail on Anchor at Skip Rent by Podcast. Because we know how much he loves those voicemails. I fucking hate the voicemails. <laughs> but whatever you say, we'll post it up on the podcast. No matter what Raul says, I will post it. So... Also, we are doing a uh, a good contest on our podcast as well at uh, Skip Rent Buy Podcast at our Patreon page. If you donate, we get three more followers or donations. We will start doing a contest where if you answer two out of three movie questions right, we will either pay for two free movie tickets or we will pay one month of your subscription to Netflix, Hulu. Oh, I thought you were doing both. We're doing both, yes. No, together. Like oh, two no. tickets plus. No, fuck off. I ain't that rich. Wow. No, we'll pay, <laughs> we'll pay for either one. Or what Raul likes to do, we either will leave. Or. We will give you a voicemail to put on your voicemail of us talking. Oh, that's what you meant. Yeah, it's very fucking oh. weird, right? Yeah, I don't want that. No, you don't want that. I want some random voices on my Some random on my voices. Thing. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, no, no one wants that. <laughs> Thanks for calling this person. Hey, yeah. you've reached fuckface. Leave a that's what it's going to turn into. If I have to leave a voicemail on your phone, that's what it's going to turn into. Hey, fuckface. <laughs> or dickhead. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, Skip Rent by Podcast. Whoa. Beautiful. Go check it out. Yeah. And if you want to support our show, you can donate on our website at the, over at innergamer.net. All donations go towards making the podcast videos and streams even better. You can also join in on the conversation over on our Discord channel, so check out the show notes for that link. And as always, if you cannot contribute monetarily, please take time to share this episode with a friend, family member, or loved one. The more eyes we get in front of our content, the faster we grow, and it helps more than you know. So thank you for your continued support. I'm Austin Morales. I'm, I'm Brayden Jason Hobbs. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you for listening to the Indicator and Podcast. I'm <laughs> Catch you guys next week. Bye, guys out. I'm the goose. Woo! I'm, I'm a, a ghost, ghost too. <laughs> I said next week, but I meant in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>